Where'd you learn to talk like that? TV! We talk TV! You talk some TV? I talk some TV. And now the news. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Call the Mike Seibert Radio voicemail hotline, 231-224-MIKE. Again, that's 231-224-6453. And you can always write into the mailbag, Mike Seibert Radio at gmail.com. And again, that spelling is S-E-I... B-E-R-T. And this week, we're heading back to TV land to talk what's been canceled, what's been renewed, as well as some of our scalding hot takes on the season that was. And to do so, we welcome back our TV expert joining us now via Skype all the way from the Arizonas. Dave Sanders, how you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm uh, I'm doing okay. I'm a little bit better than the last time I was on. Uh, I still have that neck neck problem but it's uh it hasn't gotten worse so there's that <laughs> well that and, that's encouraging at least and if you uh if you were down here in arizona right now you wouldn't think it was we've been having 80s and and low 90s for temperatures so i don't know what the hell's going on but it needs to continue uh throughout the summer <laughs> yeah so so what's the climate supposed to be this time of year uh normally because i grew up here it's always been uh easily in the hundreds all month of May and then creeping into the one tens uh, at the end of the month, like around this, this weekend, the Memorial day weekend, and then easily into the one tens, one twenties from here on out. It, I think geez. we've hit one, 100 uh, degree day this, uh, this year so far. So clearly global warming has not hit the Arizonas yet. That's uh, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> no, it's cooling off and, we're, and it's, it's not warming. It's cooling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and of course, the difference between climate and weather. And that's uh, and that yes. is not what we're talking about today. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, he is on the TV a lot, but we will talk about good TV. That's what uh, we're here to talk about today. <laughs> well, is it good? <laughs> no, it will. Uh, we'll definitely unpack that in due course. So. So, you know, uh, you know what the deal is. You see the uh, title on the podcast. We already got your download. Uh, uh, thanks for uh, listening and checking us out. Occasionally, Dave and I get together and we talk about uh, TV shows, uh, usually in the fall for what's uh, what's new and what's coming. And we thought we would kind of do now that like pretty much all of the network shows, I think, have uh, have had their season finales. We figured uh, this would be a good time to kind of, you know, maybe chat about some of the shows that we that we initially talked about in our um, uh, fall TV preview, kind of follow up on a couple of things, stuff we liked, stuff we didn't like, um, and and yeah, now there's a, been um, so upfronts haven't happened yet, as far as I know, but uh, but we have had some news as far as renewals and cancellations. Um, so I, I figured that was plenty of meat on the bone uh, for us to uh, uh, reconvene and uh, and talk about the TV so that uh, maybe later on we don't talk about it for like 
like four hours straight. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I wasn't able to find anything as far as like the, uh, the projected lineups for the fall. Like I was around this time last year. When yeah. We did the show, but, uh, yeah, there's plenty of stuff. Like there's a lot of things that were, uh, renewed that probably shouldn't have been. And then there were things that were canceled that probably shouldn't have been. Sure. And there was something canceled that might be been getting brought back, which we'll get to in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you might be operating under, uh, old information because I think as of this recording, I think I've heard the news that that, that is not going to happen after all, but we will, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that in a, in a due course as well. So, so that being said, where, where, uh, where would we like to start? Do we want to uh, kind of go by uh, network by network? Um, how uh, how how would you like to guide us? Guide our hand, Dave. Well, uh, my guide has us, and my prep took us to network by network. And ironically, it's going to be starting with that network where the uh, show might not be coming back now, and that's ABC. Okay. Um, we'll just get that one out of the way. Apparently, uh, Whiskey Cavalier, which me and Mike have talked about, and we have differing opinions on. Yep. I I enjoyed it. Mike, not so much. <laughs> I did not. I uh, I and just to uh, catch everybody up, I you know we we generally give a new show a three episode try. If it's uh, and and sometimes you know we know before that third episode, like you know some of the other shows that we'll you know talk about, uh, uh, like you know the rookie, a million little things and things like that. You know, you some you instantly hook. Um, uh, with a whiskey cavalier after the, I was out after the first episode. I'm like, this is god awful. And but you know, my wife Lucky, she's like, you know what? Let's let's give it maybe another episode. So we gave it another and another, and after three episodes. On, on the third episode, the one where we were going to decide, I, I think I remember I cracked a smile and maybe a brief chuckle. And that was enough to get it a fourth episode reprieve. <laughs> and that fourth episode was even worse than the previous three combined. We dropped that show and have not come back. That show sucks. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I enjoy me some Scott Foley. He... he, he... I guess this the lady uh, Laura Cohen. I guess she played Maggie on uh, on the zombie show over on AMC for so long. Oh yeah, the Walking Dead. Yes, which we'll get to that later, maybe. Oh man, uh, but I, I guess that she left the show, and then this was like I guess her next big thing. I don't know if she's made anything since Walking Dead before this, but if this was her next big thing, it wasn't a. a bright success at all to say yeah the least. <laughs> yeah i mean i guess my takeaway from it is uh scott foley needs some different material because i like you dave i likes me some scott foley i mean you know the unit is one of my all-time favorite shows um he was uh he was also really great on scandal um but yeah he, j- he just scrubs what's that really great on scrubs oh yeah yeah totally um but and and i also feel though that it's like quit trying to make Lauren Cohan happen it's not going to happen um but that's just my personal bias um and and I think I I also think for me at least the show was kind of oversold any any time where in the advertising we're making multiple references to fun um mm. that that might be an indication of how not fun it is but i i could be i could be just holding that prejudice prejudice there because like there's another show on the cbs that kind of tried a similar marketing tactic and every time i would see one of those commercials i'd lean over i'm like i'm not watching that 
I, I want no part of that. So, um, but yeah, no, that was, uh, um, but as, as you had mentioned, Dave, previously, that it apparently gets better. And, and that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it, it so my, so, and, and, and I'm glad that we're starting with this particular show because it is a little bit contentious. It was like, first it was canceled. Then it was like not canceled and then like possibly um, uncanceled or something like that. Like it was one of the, I, I think like um, uh, there was a headline on Facebook that, that I had uh, sent you. It's like, it, it mm. was, it was like uh, ABC was going to potentially revive it or something like that. I, it was like the vocabulary was kind of weird. Um, well, the articles that I've read, it sounded like that this was like, it, this was on the borderline. It was on their bubble, and it was like we have to cut one more. I don't want to cut this one, but um, we have to cut one more. It was like that kind of scenario, and it sounds like they're trying to make it happen, even though they might not be able to. You know, and and that very well still could be. I just uh, heard an entertainment report from ABC News uh, this morning uh, that that uh, you know, and they could have been operating under that old information uh, also. Um, mm. so we'll see, we'll see. Um, you know, tell you what though, if, if they, if they do decide to renew it or resurrect it or bring it back, maybe I'll give it another shot. Okay. Um, because it was one of those things where, and, and that was the other thing too, I wanted to like it. And for me that, that pendulum swings really hard to where it's like, I want to like it. And then it's like, oh, but this is terrible. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. And, and, and we should probably get moving. But I, yeah. I, 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 I have no patience for, uh, quote unquote, the millennials. You know, it's mm. like how, how like uh, characters are portrayed as like overly hip. <laughs> it's like it just it just felt very. Uh, very try hard uh, for me, but that's now. That. Are you talking about Jay or are you talking about Standish or both of them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. I, I've forgotten right. all of the characters' names. I just know there's, you know, a a a, a roofy fancy person and and a, a a dude that's good with the computers and 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 I hate all of them <laughs> indiscriminately. Right. Well, so you you brought up the marketing campaign though for whiskey and yeah. You could say that it worked for the sh another show that I had to sell you on at the okay. beginning of this, uh, A Million Little Things, because mm -hmm. they marketed the shit out of that. Yeah. For uh, for a good month straight, like every commercial block on ABC had the the hockey game where they're cheering, had like yeah. all these emotional moments. It worked. I like it. It drug me in, obviously, and then I had to drag you in with me. <laughs> yeah, I and and you know what? I'll, I'll reaffirm this here and now. I would not have watched that show if not for your hard recommendation, because I saw the spots, and I just assumed it was another misery porn show. Uh, you know, similar to like This Is Us or you know one of those other things where it's just like, yeah, watch these people being fucking miserable. Look at them suffering. <laughs> And it's just like I and it 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 hit me in ways that I wasn't anticipating. And, um, you know, with that. Finale. Yeah. You know what, though? <laughs> you know what, though? I I I think that that Fonzie is revving up his motorcycle because I, uh -huh. I'm I'm real. I you know, I, I'll be interested to see 
how the plot goes as we go into season two, but I, I'm not going to say it's Jump the Shark yet, but like, I think it was like the, the episode before the finale, like when we're, when we're, when we're invoking 9-11 and like, you know, bringing that as like a major plot point, I'm just like, okay, I think I like this better when it was just a a small, intimate story about friendship and relationships. That stuff I can relate to. Secret children in 9-11, that I, I can't relate with that. So it, it, it was, it was kind of losing me a bit. I, I can see that, but at the same time, have we seen a show invoke 9-11 in this way where you had the survivor's guilt? The way that John did, and that—that's what drove him over the edge because he finally couldn't come to terms with it anymore. That he was supposed to be on Flight 11, and his yeah. friend was there who didn't even want to come up, come with him. Yeah, I mean that—that's that—that's a new way to look at it from a uh, TV uh, point of view. That's fair. That's an excellent point. And I, I can't think of another example uh, specifically off the top of my head that that uses uh, 9/11 as a as a plot device. But I, I guess I guess my slight issue, and this kind of gets into the finale as well, is like I I think I like the show less the larger the story gets. I mm. think I think what won me over is just how intimate it was. You know, just the 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 connections between uh, this particular group of friends and characters. Um, I mean, because like even like you know when we're when we're when we're bringing in uh, elements of mystery and you know Nancy Drew detective uh, stories, and it's just like I'm like I don't want any of this in in my grief show. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but but that's that's just my particular taste. Again, I I still. I still enjoy the show. I'm really looking forward to uh, the second season. But I guess for me, at least, it's kind of like a tread lightly, counselor. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Gotcha. Well, uh, Million Little Things was picked up, like you said, for season two. Uh, among the other shows on the uh, on the American Broadcasting Channel, <laughs> uh, Fresh Off the Boat is back for season six. I know you were talking about like wanting to watch that but haven't sat down and actually watched it yeah i well i watched a, a fair portion of the first season and never came back to it and it was, yeah. i i liked it you know i i liked it fine um uh it, it's odd though so was this the, was this the show that uh the gal flipped out on twitter when she uh heard that the um, yeah, it was Constance Wu, right? She like, you know, uh, sent out some tweets that said like, oh, fucking great or, or some such mm -hmm. like that. Um, I, I still haven't unraveled that mystery yet. It was, I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of funny that, that Seth MacFarlane kind of lampooned that a little bit, uh, uh, when he heard <laughs> yeah. that, uh, Orville was being picked up for season three, but still, I, I, I have, have you heard anything about that, that, that mystery? I have not, and uh, when I saw the uh, the Seth tweet, which we'll get m more on the sure. Orville here when we get to the Fox side, but um, when I saw the Seth tweet, I was just thinking, he was like, oh, shit, I have to do more work. Fuck this. That's what I thought it was. I didn't know it was in reference to anything uh, that was being that was in the news. So when I learned about that, I had no desire to care about what she was bitching about. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. I And I had never heard anything since. It just kind of came and yeah. went. So, But regardless, the show is coming back, so... <laughs> yep, and then uh, I'll get to the other big ABC show that we'll probably uh, focus on here uh, really quickly. But I want to mention a few other ones: uh, The Good Doctor back for season three, 
how to get away with murder. People still are doing that for their sixth season. Grey's Anatomy 16 got picked up for two seasons. So they'll be at oh, season man. here by the end of this run. Um, Goldberg's have been picked up for another season as well as their spinoff schooled, uh, uh got, got season two, which, uh, I, were you able to check any of that out? You know, I know what? you were a Goldberg Goldbergian. Yeah. I I'm still down with the Goldbergs. Um, and it's interesting because like every time there's a season finale, it feels like it could be a series finale. So uh, it's, but I'm feeling at this point because like, the the kids are out of high school now so we're so we're about to like you know goldberg's colon the college years um uh and with uh with schooled at least you know i i've never watched a full episode but what they've done in uh with uh, this season of goldberg's is like the kind of the the uh post credit te- well it's not credits but it's like the the last break is kind of a uh, well, no, maybe it is post credits. I'd have to take a look. Um, mm. But basically, like that, there's kind of like a stinger that uh, coincides with what the plot of that week's schooled is. Oh. So it and it's a clever device, but for me, it feels like um, oh gosh, I mean, they're they're really kind of trying to say, please stick around and watch the show. It's mm-hmm. it's really kind of like a a. Um, I mean, it's Almost a very desperate. Yeah, I take it that way, but it's from on the flip side of it, from like a uh, time spent watching standpoint, it's it's pretty brilliant because it goes straight from this stinger straight into the show. So you don't wow. there, there isn't a spot for you to tune out. So gotcha. like so like when we record it on our DVR, we get like the uh you know the stinger at the end of Goldberg's and then like maybe like the first 90 seconds of, of schooled. And that's the extent that I've watched it because like every time like the timer ends and and you know the show's over and the screen comes up, I'm like, huh, glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> so And you you think with the the age of DVR and uh and delayed viewing and stuff, you'd think that they'd be more um, they take more consideration into that instead of having something be cut off and then hopefully they recorded the next part. Yeah. I, I don't get I, I don't get it on that aspect. I get what you're saying though, because if you're watching live, yeah, you're you're already wanting to get into it. But if you're wanting to watch and record record later and uh, or record and then watch it later and then hope that they still DVR the next part. Yeah. They might be lost without that first 30, 30 seconds or so. That's a great point. I mean, so theoretically you should be recording both shows, I think is In what theory, they're trying yeah. to tell you. <laughs> but it does remind me a little bit of what Killing Spree was mentioning when we were talking Orville last in that, like, you know, he's been watching like, you know, like the last, you know, 90 seconds of Gotham because it's mm-hmm. the lead in for Orville. So he's he's actually seen a little bit of Gotham because like that that's kind of like how the the timing on the DVR goes that so Right. So yeah, it's it is just kind of interesting because like I mean and and again Dave the thing that we talk about so much is what is the right model anymore? Because like the things that we're describing with like Goldberg's in school, it seems like it's really designed for a live audience and, you know, kind of trying to, you know, encourage uh, time spent watching. But, 
you know, but that model is kind of outdated because, as you said, you know, uh, people are DVRing. And now there's even like another layer of it uh, is, um, you know, folks watching on streaming platforms, you know, whether it be like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or wherever certain shows end up. Like, like, for example, I don't I don't know where ABC's shows end up. I don't know if they're Uh, Hulu. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know how that ends up being parceled out also um because it it just uh, you know a drifting stream of consciousness thing it reminds me of something that that we've talked about uh previously where i'll i'll mention something about like uh sneak previews like like there was an episode of uh the rookie that like was the episode was kind of spoiled by the preview for the next one uh, you know, it's like the episode ends on a cliffhanger and then like the uh, preview for the next episode, which runs like either before or after or during the credits, spoils the cliffhanger or resolves the cliffhanger, but then adds a different cliffhanger than what the episode went. And when I was telling you about that, you had no idea what the hell I was talking about because because uh, uh, you watched it on stream and I watched it on uh, on DVR. So yep. And I, they'll show those on the stream, uh, those cliffhanger uh, teasers for the next weeks. So I, I kind of so feel weird. like I'm at, at an advantage for that because I could be shocked by the following weeks if I watch it on delayed. So that's, yeah. that's an argument for delayed watching, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It, and and it and it makes for a different experience as mm-hmm. you know um another thing you know uh I'll, I'll touch on this now just because it's on my mind and I don't know an opportunity when I would come back to it later I've I have been watching a little bit of uh Hulu we've been catching up on some stuff and but but the but the uh so I I got it on a uh, Black Friday sale so oh, yeah, that uh, ninety nine cents yeah. a month per year. Yes, so, but, but what that means though is that we've got all the commercials. And yeah. and actually having to sit through commercials is kind of a weird experience that that we um because like you know, we we're predominantly DVR people. So it's mm-hmm. like we'll have commercials, but we zip through them. But even zipping through them, you still uh, acknowledge that commercials are a thing. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. there are times where you want to pause it and, you know, go grab snacks, hit the restroom, or or whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I think, and I'm getting way ahead of myself, you know, like, with, uh, with programming that's made specifically for streaming, where there, there, there's no act breaks, there's no, you know, it's, it's just one continuous story and still kind of trying to adjust to that my point being is that yeah it's it it feels weird to sit through like actual commercials um but then you don't get as you said like the like the cliffhanger teases and the commercials for other stuff it's 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 yet another way of consuming television that's still kind of new and scary so it is um I will get to the other renewed one that I know you want to talk about mm. uh, here in a moment, but let's go through some canceled first. Uh, Speechless got the axe after the, uh, their third season. That's yeah, a bummer. Uh, that, that, was that show was kind of Driver. Yeah, yeah, that show was kind of cute. I, I would, uh, you know, we caught like an episode or two of it, but it is on Hulu, so I might end up now that it's done. I, I might go back and consume that cute there show. And then. Um, the uh, for the people, I think that was a, a 
lawyer type show mm. like uh, like junior lawyers uh splitting up together got the axe after two seasons uh the kids are all right barely made it through one season i we called that one at the beginning neither yeah. one of us uh had any desire to watch 1970s uh ideals and values in, in today's world. <laughs> oh, that that was that Mary McCormack show, wasn't yep. it? Oh, yep. man. Oh, I forgot about that. And then uh, The Fix, the one that was uh, produced by uh, Marsha Clark uh, trying to do a make good of the OJ uh, <laughs> trial. It seems like uh, that got the act after one season as well. D- was it uh, allowed to finish, do you know? I think so. I think it was just a short season, though. I think it was only like a, a eight or ten se- uh, episode season or something like that. Ah. But uh, the one that we want to talk about and the one – this was your hard recommend yeah. uh, in the fall TV preview show was uh, The Rookie. Yeah, man. Uh, sorry, Nathan Fillion. And God damn it, that was a good show. <laughs> yeah. And and even with my hard recommend, because I mean I'm I'm a fillionaire from back in the day, you know, uh, you know Firefly Castle and pretty much any other guest spot that he's been crammed in. I mean the the man's a national treasure. Granted, a Canadian national treasure, but but even so, um, so we yeah. Him. And and <laughs> and 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 that's and honestly, it was just based on that equity. Um, I was not expecting how damn good the show was going to be as an ensemble piece because everybody is amazing on that show. Oh, I've wanted to kill Bradford out of how many times? Yeah, but then you, you get towards those... <laughs> then you feel sorry for him. Yeah, then, then you start to understand why he is the way he is and what makes him tick. And yeah, absolutely. Then you start to feel for him. Um, I And... It, and I'm reminded that, like, I want to say, like, I don't know, a couple months ago where, you know, you you see a lot of clickbait articles where it's like, oh, your favorite show may be canceled. And it was... I just saw that one. And it was always pictures of uh, The Rookie. Yes. Always. And, and it was never canceled. <laughs> and it was never canceled. And I don't think it was ever even on the bubble. It wasn't. Uh, from what I've read, uh, this was a they were going to do a season two no matter what. Like this was one of their higher rated shows, along with uh, a million little things. Yeah. Like they weren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's some sneaky clickbait garbage. Because again, you you would look at the comments on on these uh, on these posts, and it would all just be talking about the rookie because that's what the picture is. Yep. And yeah, that's that's sneaky. I mean, you you talk about fake news, and it's just ugh. Um, the only way I would have been more angry at that was if they used a picture of the Orville. <laughs> oh sure, sure. <laughs> Maybe that would have been a little too on the nose, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that that was a late one, which we'll get to when we get to uh, yeah. the Fox Networks. But um, anything else on ABC you want to go over, or do you want to go over the Rookie a little more? Because uh, like I said, that was I think the show of the year, even more so. In my opinion, that my heart recommended many little things. Yeah, I I I do agree with you, Dave. In that it, it feels um, it feels complete and it feels consistent. And I I'm also excited to see how it grows and expands. And hopefully, there's no sophomore slump. I don't I don't I don't anticipate it. I don't see any clues that would because I mean, there's already been some really good character development and changes and growth even just through the first season. So if we've seen that much already, it's, you know, the sky's really the limit as far as where they can go. The only thing that I am mildly concerned of for the longevity of the show is these, uh, these kids aren't going to be rookies forever. 
So, you know, what happens when the titular rookie, um, you know, uh, is, you know, like we're two or three seasons in, it's like, can you still keep calling that character the rookie? I mean, it's like an example I've given uh, previously of like arrested character development is on uh, Blue Bloods on CBS, where, you know, one one of the characters, uh, Jamie Reagan, was like a, you know, patrolman for like six years. And, you know, and, and we can we can touch on this uh, when we get there, but they they've they have kind of resolved that plot wise. So so hmm. they've they at least finally figured it out. But but <laughs> but but that that is the thing that I'm kind of uh, trepidatious for, um, I, I guess. Well, they be- kind of do have an out ish kind of, uh, in my opinion. Um, hmm, tell me more. Uh, well, his son, uh, he's in college right now. Oh. He can be seeing what his dad's doing motivate him it's like you know what i want to be like you let me join the force once uh he graduates to to yo yeah son come in be a new rookie uh you know what i it could that that could be an interesting plot development for sure at least to see where that dynamic goes i i think i think that's a relationship that's ripe for mining you know in terms of like you know how he interacts with his son and and things like that um but yeah, the West family who's in turmoil right now with uh, him not finding out his dad wasn't this Superman good guy, yeah. uh, allegedly. I mean, they already have that kind of dynamic going on. We don't mm-hmm. need that with Nathan Fillion and his son. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 again, it's I, I just it, it really blew my hair back and surprised me by how effective uh, an ensemble it is. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. plays off each other very well. And, you know, I mean, uh, I, I should probably put some kind of spoiler alert somewhere, uh, maybe like in the show notes or at the beginning. It but should be implied by now. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would us, think so. Well, uh, spoiler alert, tangents upon tangents, uh, NSFW, <laughs> everything. All, all of all of that stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but, you know, the I, I was genuinely shocked when uh, they crossed off the the captain. Yeah. I was gonna bring that up too because they have that storyline going into yeah. the cap or the the watch sergeant. I mean, is he gonna get promoted up? Is he gonna go up to captain, or right. are they gonna have this? Because uh, I know they brought in somebody that was like an asshole, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. an asshole captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, it's like basically a transitional uh, type of person, and I don't remember because it's been a it's been a few, but I don't remember if they named a permanent captain or not, or if that was just kind of like where the cliffhanger ended up. Yeah, that that if I remember right, was a cliffhanger. Like he wasn't named permanent. In fact, I think he was even moving on uh, toward the end of the episode of the last season. So okay, I think they already had him moving moving out. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, great episode, by the way. And 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 again, brilliant character work on this on this show. I can't I can't gush about the show enough. I I really can't because I uh, again I I was I was predisposed to liking it. And and again, it's it's very rare that my expectations are so thoroughly exceeded. But uh, but the rookie definitely um, fit that. Um, uh, one thing I did want to mention before we move away from uh, ABC, uh, because I don't think this counts as either a renewal or a cancellation. But uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield is currently on the air in its final season. Oh. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're like two episodes in and holy shit, does that show suck? It, uh, now, Legends of Tomorrow bad? (laughs) Uh, sure. 
because okay. I haven't watched that show in a number of seasons but, <laughs> because it was so bad. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's um, it, it's it uh, a couple things. So I um, ha- have have you seen the End Game yet? Uh, actually, not yet. Well, actually, I, I need to. You know what? And it, actually, come to think of it, it I don't doesn't, care it, though. I, I I've seen enough spoilers. I well, I've got the gist of it. Well, <laughs> but here's here's the deal. The thing is is um. That it doesn't matter if you've seen the end game because apparently wow. it doesn't matter in the world of Agents of Shield. In that, oh. like, it's the 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 continuity makes no sense. So, like, um, it's so it picks up a year after the um uh the end of the previous season of Agents of Shield, which. For the most part, Agents of Shield has always kind of like tried to run concurrently with what's going on in the movies and the in the larger MCU. Like like the one season it was really good, uh, Agents of Shield is when it was kind of running parallel with uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier and like you know like the huge Hydra reveal twist and you know that the show really got good because it explored something that was kind of popped open in that movie, but the show kind of allowed it to breathe and and expand and kind of see the implications. Um, so this this movie, I'm, I'm sorry, this uh this season of Agents of Shield takes place a year after Avengers Infinity War, which, you know, again, without spoiling it, makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Um, <laughs> there, There's, yeah, it's just, it, it's, ah. It, and, and, and the thing that frustrates me the most, not just the, the Swiss cheese continuity and how it doesn't make any sense, because it just, as near as I can tell, it just uh, ignores the events of uh of both uh Infinity War and Endgame which i think is crazy terrible uh. but but the thing that frustrates me the most and the i guess the thing i wanted to mention is that it's um so i i want to say it's like 6 or 7 episodes it's a short season it's already billed as the final season this was like a season that almost didn't happen and kind of got thrown on the slate as, you know, I mean, it's a summertime show. It's running in, in you know, it started like two, three weeks ago. Um, but it's it's so cheap. You know, yeah. it's like th- there's a lot of sets being reused. The special effects are not there. It, it reminds me of like season one of Heroes um, in that like it, it just it looks cheap. And like, is it like uh, they know it's coming to an end, so why fucking bother? Exactly. <laughs> and I, I think, I think I'm just hate watching it at this point because it's like, I, I want, far. I exactly, I've come this far. I may as well just, uh, just follow it through to the end. I mean, just, just like those uh, folks that are still hanging on to Grey's Anatomy. You know, yep. it's like, you or know, Walking Dead. Yeah, and I think everybody involved from like the top down, you know, from like the the uh, network to the the uh, producers to the actors to the audience themselves, they're all just like in this mutual agreement of, well, we're just going to hang on, <laughs> we're just going to hang on and see this through, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I just, I wanted to rant about that for a second because I probably won't talk about it ever again unless something happens in these. Uh, uh, next handful of final episodes that that gets my attention, you know, because may, maybe it'll pull the ro- rug out from under me, and there's like, oh, wait a minute, you know that time when we thought we weren't acknowledging the uh, uh, the last two Avengers movies? Surprise, we're we're <laughs> we're totally doing that. 
um, and that 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 would that would kind of be okay. But signs are not pointing to it uh, being favorable. Don't watch Marvel's Agents of Shield; it's wretched. <laughs> well, uh, I guess this is a good transition then to uh, pulling the rug out of out from under something uh, as we head over to the CBS family of shows oh, and. That Murphy Brown reboot was god awful, and it got the rug pulled out from under it because <laughs> it's been canceled. Thank God. <laughs> did did that even complete a full season? Did it get a full? It se- did somehow. I don't know how, but it did, and it was just I, I, I saw so much, so much, so much bad about it. I didn't see an episode, right. but that the reactions alone were enough to tell me, yeah, this was not going to work. It was it was just nothing but Trump pot shots. That was basically the the season. Yeah, on CBS. I just I, 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 I don't understand. Well, but then again, I mean, I, I, I don't know what time Murphy Brown aired, but I suppose if it was like a lead in to Colbert, um, who is, you know, no friend of the administration. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that would kind of work. But I, I guess, yeah, I, I'd have to step back and think about that, because, like, I know I've been very critical of of that that. um uh, style of programming on that particular network. It's like, why would CBS, the home of the the senior citizen viewing audience, why does that want to be the politically provocative? Uh, it, it just it just feels it feels like a weird fit. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I'm trying to go back through my notes from mm-hmm. uh, the last episode that we did. I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was on either Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, okay. Uh, it doesn't it really like matter. It just made me think yeah, of it. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But uh, among the other CBS cancellations, one that I'm kind of upset about because I was getting into it was a uh, Happy Together with uh, Damon Wayans Jr. and uh, can't remember. The, can never remember the girl from uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. The daughter. Okay. Uh, her name. Is that the one where like Harry Styles lives yep. with them or something? Yep. Okay. It was. Uh, that one was actually pretty cute. That was. It was campy and it was i mean you could tell what was going to happen a mile away but it was still pretty it was pretty fun Hmm. um another one that got canceled was fam after one season all these were after one season by the way and then uh, (laughs) they they just went ahead and canceled life in pieces which i guess was kind of popular after their fourth season yeah that that was a weird one because like i think it like disappeared from the schedule and then just like magically reappeared as like a mid-season replacement but also not really. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but uh, to loop back around now, correct me if I'm wrong, but did, didn't you try to watch that fam? And uh, No, I did not. I, I watched the like extended trailer. And, oh, like, okay. I know it had Gary Cole in it. That's about it. <laughs> okay. I, I, think, I think I'm commingling that with a different show because like I, I know there was sometimes where we would have like vague tweets where you're like, yeah, that show that I thought was going to be awful turns out it's really good. <laughs> and, oh, uh, no. I, I, I'm coming to that one. Okay. Very I'm, good. I'm coming to that one. Ah. And I, I already know it's going to be contention. I, I can already feel it. <laughs> I love it. Let me get my folding chair at the ready. Yes. Here. <laughs> but uh, my, my thing about the cancellations on yeah. CBS, especially for like a life in pieces type show, which yeah. apparently had a decent following, mm-hmm. they have all access now. Why not try and gouge these people out of five ninety nine a month so that, that way you can put it on there? Yeah. And you know what? And, and bolster the ranks because, you know, uh, you know, we've so so we know that the Captain Picard show is going to be a thing. And so now the 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 same conversations around the time that they were pushing Star Trek Discovery have have resurfaced. It's like, well, I don't want to do a subscription for two shows. 
you know, that that kind of thing. And well, technically three with Twilight Zone, which apparently, depending on who you ask, it's either the best version of it or God, why? Why did they do this shit? Why? Interesting. Yeah, I, I I think that's something that that I'd really like to see for myself. In fact, we were just talking about this at home last night where um, I, I guess one of the other perks is that they have the entire run of uh, of the old Twilight Zone series, uh, yep. not not just the uh, vintage ones, but like Twilight Zone has been revived like two, three, four times already. So oh, yeah, it was on like sci fi for a hot minute, mm-hmm. I think. So apparently, from what I understand, it's all there. So and that's that's mildly enticing. And I I got into a conversation with uh, my friends from Autopod Decepticast uh, on on our the the notorious APDC group text that nobody can see, but yet we still refer to it. But uh, <laughs> but but anyway, like it was like okay, so Picard is coming. What's you know? And and what I the advice that I my two cents that I kicked in is the same two cents that's been told to me while I was tweeting about how much I didn't want to do a subscription to watch Star Trek Discovery. I mean, again, this was a couple years ago when it first started, but it was like, just just go for like the week free trial and just binge it, you know, yeah. but but with to your point, Dave, if you take something like like a life in pieces and just you've already got everything there and it's another show like uh like um i think there was like that that spin-off uh the good fight you know which mm-hmm. was a spun off from the good wife and and they just did that as a cbs all access show now i don't know if they're still doing it or yeah, um, i've seen advertisements for it on facebook and um, I think there's actually I was watching the uh, the player the player championship mm-hmm. or PGA championship last week on uh, CBS and they were showing commercials for all access for the good fight. So so yeah so I mean I I think rather than because like a, another thing that we've talked about a lot before is what deserves to be resurrected and revived or you know like you know brought back by Netflix or the Hulu with CBS it's there it's already there so yeah why not take something like Life in Pieces and just move it over it makes you wonder what the motivation behind the cancellation was is it like is it just to free up a spot on the schedule or is it contracts is it money is it budget you know it's like it it, it could be more than one thing with with that particular show but it does raise the conversation of yeah why not just put it on the streaming service why not so wait so what you were saying is all the pieces are there for life in pieces <laughs> yes Yes. Uh, but that was all that got canceled that I could find on CBS so far. Um, the other reboots have all been renewed. Uh, okay. Hawaii Five-0 for their 10th season. MacGyver for its fourth. Uh, the Magnum No Comma PI for a second for some God known unknown reason. You know what? All right. <laughs> so let's stop there for a sec. Did, oh, did, you, did you ever watch any of it? I tried to watch the first one. I think I had the exact opposite of you with the rookie. Like I went in wanting to hate it so i did ah. and i didn't give another shot <laughs> well you know and that and that pilot sucks because it it yeah it was it was the case of confirmation bias because i i was with you i i went into it with a chip on my shoulder um and like i in fact to the point where um <laughs> um lucky hadn't set the uh the dvr for it and we missed like an episode or something like that. And oh. it, it's like, well, wait a minute from, but all your bitching, I didn't think you wanted to watch it. 
I'm like, no, no, I, I kind of want to watch it. So, like, I, I can't remember if it was, like, episode two, three, or four, or something like that. But right around then, when I realized that it's... it. It's not Magnum PI. It's so it's if if you are looking for the uh you know a redux of the original show, this is not it. You know, so we're doing a lot of stuff kind of in name only, which you know, depending upon what your taste is, is either okay or is a deal breaker. I I like the show. I I I've really grown to enjoy the dynamic between uh Magnum and the female Higgins and they and they do it very well in that like it's it's um you know we don't see a lot of uh platonic friendships and partnerships in movies and TV and it's kind of like that there's there's no sexual tension in fact the tension oh. is like that there is none you know it's oh. like um so i think if they try to make that plot happen that's probably where the show is really going to jump the shark but i i i like the supporting characters um and here's the thing it's it's not great I mean, it, it's well. It's in that it's a it's a CBS police procedural drama. So I, I about to say, isn't that like the the status quo yeah. for these reboots? Like MacGyver's not MacGyver; it, it's its own entity. Uh, Hawaii Five-O's same thing. Yeah, like all these are are their own variations of this name brand show from back yep. in the eighties. Yep. Uh, a SWAT as well. I'd throw yeah. that in, I'd throw that in there, and I can expand on that uh, in a sec here. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm not going to hard recommend it to you, but if you found a stray episode while you were making dinner or washing dishes or something, because, I mean, that's all CBS programming is, right? You know, it's, yeah. it, it's comfort food. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah. you know, it's meatloaf and mashed potatoes and, and you know, sloppy gross gravy. It's not great, but it, it'll keep you alive. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, and so for me, uh, Magnum No Comma PI is inoffensive enough to where I'm still hanging with it. I, I don't mind yeah. it. Um, and, and, the thing that I find interesting is within both, uh, you know, the first season of Magnum and, you know, the, the ninth or 10th or whatever season of Hawaii Five O, yeah. you know, they, they, sh- up on their tenth. yeah. So they share production and like there, there's one, uh, ancillary character, uh, actually a couple, uh, ancillary background characters that, that pop up on both shows from time to time, but they've not done a full crossover yet. And I don't leave that option open, probably, I guess. I mean, so, I mean, you could argue maybe like let Magnum kind of establish its own footing and then maybe you do something like that for sweeps uh, season two. Um, I I could see that if that's the case, because then if you if you use that card so fast, ah. it'll just like diminish it the more you do it so why not hold on to that car as long as you can yeah because like the the stuff that they've done the the mild crossover elements it's like it it's it's flavoring it's parsley it's just enough to to tap you lightly on the shoulder and say hey this takes place in the same world you know so it's like, like we don't need the yearly chicago crossovers on nbc we don't need the yearly superhero yeah. uh, orgy over on the cw oh, that man. makes no sense if you don't watch all of them <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding it's yeah so it, it's it's none of that um okay uh but i 
you know, being a fan of, you know, Marvel comics and, and interconnected universes, I mean, I, I could stand to see a little more of that. But talking it through with you now, I think I realize that restraint is probably for the better and, it, and it probably it's probably going to make it stronger. Um, but yeah, yeah like, there's like, one network that knows about restraint. It's CBS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, Oh, so uh, just since I got the floor here for a sec, um, yeah. I, I, I um, was a uh, SWAT renewed. Is that is that yeah, on yeah, your list? That was renewed uh, for a third season, along with SEAL Team. Um, did you want to m- mention on SWAT? I remember. Yeah, you to, uh, I, I really like that show. Again, yeah. it, it's it's uh, it's. Again, it's it's all of the things that we just talked about. It's a CBS show through and through. Um, it does do some social commentary, but it does it in a way that for me, with my leanings and predilections, I don't I don't find it to be pandering or offensive or, you know, trying too hard. It's like, no, it kind of fits organically within this world of a Los Angeles SWAT team. And where I think the the show really kind of got its feet under it this season is that it finally understood that it's a show about members of a SWAT team, meaning Hmm. like in that first season. There, we're solving crimes and and doing detectives all of a sudden. Yeah, and it's like I'm just like guys, you no stop doing that. But yeah, now now we're like you know maybe because like the the uh, budget has been increased or something like that. But you're seeing like some actual like tactical action, meaning like you know there there's like you know coordinated uh, building breaches and you know actually doing what what I often say out loud when I'm watching at home is quote unquote SWAT stuff. You know, yeah. it's like where where again they're doing like you know uh, precision coordinated attacks and and things like that and and it's it's again it, it's a decent group of characters. You know, it's like you've got you've got um, some younger folks, some older folks, uh, some diverse folks, and and again because of the Los Angeles setting, it doesn't feel like anything is particularly forced. Um, gotcha. And, and, and it's stuff that would probably happen in L.A. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it, it's like so like if it was, say, like, oh, gosh, I, I, I don't have a good example, but it was like <laughs> if it was something that was like outside of the setting, it's like, oh, well, it's, this is just some libtard SJW stuff. You know, it's not it's not that it's right. like, OK, we're, we're using our backdrop to say something about, you know, uh, uh, gun violence. Like, OK, like like, for example, there was a um, uh, episode centered around school shooting, mm-hmm. you know, it, but it was actually like in it, it used flashbacks also. So oh, okay. it's like it's like, oh, uh, you know, it bounces back and forth time wise between like seven years earlier. And you, so it's it's. It's saying stuff about stuff that's topical, but not. It it doesn't go all the way. It, it, does that make sense? Kind of. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so it, it doesn't like throw it in your face like this is the message we're sending. Yeah, and if you don't agree with us, then you're a horrible human being. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel agenda driven. It, it feels it feels story driven, and again, uh, uh, being timely. And using its setting and location uh, to its advantage, it's a it's a recommend for me. I, nice. I I I'd say check it out. In fact, there and there isn't so much continuity and um, 
mythology involved that you can't just jump in. So it's like oh, okay. you, you you don't gotta go all the way back to the beginning. It it would kind of help to kind of understand who some of these people are. But since well, sure. it, since it is CBS, you know there isn't there isn't so much character development <laughs> that you can't just kind of figure it out. It's like oh this is the tough guy, this is the brooding guy, you know the, this is the lady with the complicated relationship. You know it's like yep. so I mean. Uh, maybe maybe this that's the abbey of the group <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly and you know maybe that's a disservice uh my describing it that way because i do feel that the personnel that the characters do have uh distinctive personalities it's it's just yeah character development is not where that that's not where you go to cbs for no, you know God, that, no. that's not why you go there um yeah but, so uh, Speaking of L.A. and yeah. uh, things having to do with Abby, uh, real quick, did you see that there was kind of a reunion on uh, NCIS L.A. recently? I forgot to watch those episodes. I I talk about JAG all this time and a reunion happens and we don't fucking watch <laughs> Well, and yeah, so I mean, they're in the same universe, you know, and again, I, you know, I probably watch at least an hour of JAG pretty much every weekday. And well, because it's on, but yeah, uh, not an hour. But yeah, but yeah, no. Um, uh, apparently, there there was going to be some crossover elements during uh, uh like a multi episode arc in uh, uh NCIS Los Angeles, and yeah, I I remember seeing an article about it like you know a couple months ahead. See, and I think that's the problem with the entertainment news cycle. I see this a lot with uh. Um, you know, comic books, maybe video games, uh, movies less, but something where like you get excited about news so far ahead that you forget about it. Like there, there's a, I'm thinking specifically of comic books because like there's some where it's like, oh yeah, I gotta get that book. Time passes. It's like, oh shit, that came out two months ago. <laughs> you know, that, that kind yep. of thing. Uh, it's like, oh, I, I can share the art from this cool cover I'm doing. Yep. Gonna buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway yeah so um so so you now, didn't you didn't watch any of the the NCIS uh LA Jag reunion I did not now um I didn't really re- I I might read it and forgot what were they going to be Harm and Mac in this or were they different characters just the actor to re- were uh, reunion Ooh that's a good question I don't remember I don't either I, I was don't... trying to find that and I couldn't find anything about it yeah, I mean, because uh, that, that's one of those things where you got to do it, right? You've got to. I yeah. mean, you've got to have to be Harmon Mac. I mean, they, we know that CBS people that are still alive know them as Harmon Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're still alive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, uh, but they, they were renewed along with the other NCISs, NCSI, NCIS. Yeah. Uh, however many of them there are. Uh, I have no idea what season number LA or New Orleans are on, but uh, the OG NCIS has been renewed for season 17, apparently. Jesus. That's a show that's never going to end. It, it's just never uh, going to end. It's, it's you know, at, at the end of the earth, you're going to have cockroaches, <laughs> Twinkies, Grey's Anatomy, and NCIS. Yeah, and uh, uh, CSI. Sure. Well, <laughs> uh, well that, one that, that I didn't that think was going to end that is apparently is uh, Criminal Minds. They're they're having their fifteenth and final season that they've been renewed for. Oh, they're still making new episodes of that. 
Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, no, uh, Lucky has uh, discovered the criminal minds on, like, like the Ion network. Ion channel. Yep. Yeah, so, like, it's like, yeah, so we flip-flop back and forth between uh, the JAG, which is great, and the criminal minds, which is not. Though, that's that's a fucking dark show. Oh, it is. And, and it it's... Is. I mean, beyond dark. I mean, I I thought that like you know the the uh, the SVU you know the Law and Order was kind of like provocative and shocking and stuff. They they oh, may no, as well they they just need to call Criminal Minds uh uh sexual violence colon the show. Yep. And I just I'm just there. There's been a few times where I'm like, nope, not here for this. <laughs> Let me know when Jag is on, cause uh, nope. <laughs> It's just, it's just like I don't, I don't get it. I mean, that's it's just my taste, I guess. It's just like I don't, I don't like it. Oh no, I, I'm right there with you. I, I tried to watch a couple episodes. I'm like, this is too much. I usually can handle these shows, but yeah, no, <laughs> this, I can't do this. <laughs> and and that's kind of hilarious, seeing as how we spent this whole time building up C, uh, CBS programming is you know so homogenous and and all right. that but then but then it's got like you know cbs got a got a got a kinky streak i guess but. Yeah. and i and i say this not being able to handle criminal minds after watching <laughs> uh gold dust last night bleed like he was like he had a river of blood flowing out of his head last night Ooh. i can't handle criminal minds so. yeah I, I've discovered in my old age that I'm surprisingly squeamish about like you know blood and guts and stuff like that. I mean, and and I think I I forget where I've had this discussion before, but like you know it'd be like well, but Mike, you used to be into like horror movies when you were a kid and like slasher movies, and I'm like yeah, because you could see when like Jason Voorhees chops some dude's head off that it's very clearly a dummy head with this yeah. fountain of uh you know a uh, a uh, uh, mountain berry punch. Kool-Aid, you know, spraying all over the walls. I mean, there, there was, there was, there was a fakeness to it that I think, you know, I, I bought into. Whereas now, with uh, uh, makeup effects and special effects being so viscerally uh, realistic, that yeah, it's just, it's like, oh, this is not my taste anymore. Yikes. I mean, not to keep bringing up the greatest show CBS ever put out, but uh, when Jag, when, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I am. I, I, you're gonna kill me. I'm drawing a blank. The lieutenant, right. the short guy. Oh, I, I yeah, I don't know. That... You, you know what I'm talking about though. But when he stepped on the landmine. Oh, he got his leg blown off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even then, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That's something. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't show me that, especially with a likable character like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. What is you doing, CBS? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, real quick, a couple other yeah. uh, CBS ones before we move on. Uh, Bowl's been renewed for uh, season four. I think you were into that one. My wife is into yes. it. I I, oh, yeah, I I get so again the 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 three episode challenge. Like I mentioned earlier, I gave it three episodes. I decided I didn't like it because it's the same damn thing over and over. Um, because I mean it's CBS, it's formulaic. Um, but she stuck with it because I think she's uh, uh, I think she's got a thing for the Michael Weatherly, and who doesn't? I mean, really. But <laughs> but yeah, it was it was not enough for me to hang on. And you know, occasionally I'll ask her if it if it gets any better. I'm like, hey, is that so? Is that bull any better? And she's like, <laughs> it never wasn't. 
and and that's the end of the discussion. So <laughs> I'm just still disappointed that it's not a spinoff from Night Court. Twenty years later, oh, I'm, I'm really so disappointed in that. Give me that. Same. <laughs> uh, a couple of the comedies got renewed. Uh, my personal favorite of the CBS comedies, uh, The Neighborhood. L- like I said, it it's not great. I, I would not hard recommend it to anybody. Yeah. But if it's on, it's good for a good chuckle. It, sure. it, it touches on some societal uh, issues and there is a little bit in your face ish kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's not too overwhelming where it turned you turned me off from the show. I don't know if everyone else had that same experience, but I still like it for what it was. Sure. Sure. And and you were a Cedric the Entertainer fan, right? I, I am. I, I like him in a, a lot of stuff. Uh, I, I grew into being a fan of uh, of Smitty from uh, The New Girl, who is also on that show. Oh, Can't recall his real name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, he, my only complaint about him is he smiles too fucking much in the show. Even when there's serious stuff going on, he just smiles. And he has <laughs> this big, like almost shit-eating grin, like, stop. It's serious. Stop. Ah. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's disingenuous or something. And I, I, it's not that he intends it to be or yeah. that he wants it to be. I think that's just like who his character, who he reads his character to be. And I don't know if he can stop it at this point. Hmm. Um, More research the, needed. <laughs> the Joey Tribbiani uh, older show, Man with a Plan, got renewed as well for uh, season four oh, and one man. i want to touch on for you yeah because uh, i know you are a fan of uh madame secretary yeah yeah man uh yeah renewed for a sixth and final and shortened season on cbs that that doesn't surprise me and i feel that that's the move because uh the way the plot has projected they're they're at a spot where they don't have a lot of room to navigate. So it's like you're you're running towards an inevitable conclusion. Basically, spoilers at, at the at the end of this last season, uh, she uh, announces that she is going to run for president. Ah, oh, okay. And so they've kind of painted that got that corner, and they they painted up to there. They're still in that corner. Yep. And they're about ready to paint themselves into it even more. Yeah, and it, but it seems like if it's a shortened final season, unfortunately, well, I mean, I mean, you you don't know exactly how it's going to go, but but more or less, uh, when uh, and and I guess here in Washington State, we I I could probably relate with this too much, but basically, I think when when you when you choose to run for president, you resign your position. So basically, she resigns as Secretary of State. So she is no longer, yeah, exactly. She's no longer Madam Secretary. So it's one of those things where it's like if she runs for president and wins, well, you you can't change the name of the show. If she runs for president and she loses, well, I mean, that's still, either way, that that's, we're in the end game now, which is that uh, rookie dilemma you were talking about. Exactly. With, uh, ABC. Yeah. And I I'm uh, in, in, you know, to to uh, bounce back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a sec. I I was really thinking it's like, oh, my God. Well, if S.H.I.E.L.D. is no more, how can they be she- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Aren't they Agents of Hydra? And turns out that's actually <laughs> what they did. They actually changed the title card for for half a season and called it oh. Agents of Hydra. It was actually kind of cool. But but anyway, yeah. So it's it's but. It's one of those things that I'm 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 glad they're doing it this way because it um, sometimes shows outlast their welcome, 
And yes. I think rather than continuing, they're they're realizing, you know what, we got a good thing. Let's just because like you know, characters have like you know been promoted and moved on. Like uh, like the kids have grown up and moved on in their lives. And you know, there there's you can feel that it's running out of story to tell. Hmm. And so it's one of those things where you know it it it's a it's a good show. I like it. I'm not specifically happy to see it end, but by the same token, I I don't need it to be like an NCIS where it's on for 17 years. So. Right. I mean, every show should have an exit strategy at some point. Like, yeah. uh, and we'll get to one, but there's a, an mm. NBC show that just got renewed for multiple seasons, but that's going to be their final renewal. So ah, yeah, I I'm okay with a show being finite. You know, it's like yeah. it's like get to a point where you can survive in syndication. Or actually, at this point, you know, again, we talked about models. You know, it's like um, not so much for syndication, but at least to have a halfway decent binge. You know, right. it's like if you've got like, you know, three, four, five, maybe six seasons, something to where it's worth somebody to Netflix and chill, you know, then that's maybe maybe that's kind of what the goal is anymore. Um, Which uh, we'll get to the streaming later, but that's yeah. that's the main complaint that I've seen with a lot of these shows on Netflix being canceled after like one or two seasons. They're just getting their legs, but Netflix just cuts the legs out from under them. Yeah. And that's. That's so odd. I, I'm 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 very interested to kind of de- uh, delve into that a little more when we when we get to that on the other side of this uh, uh, network stuff. Um, I I forget were were we done with CBS? Uh, yeah, we're done with CBS. And you know what? I will give you the the option uh, <laughs> Fox or NBC. Ooh, let's uh, let's go into NBC because okay, and be Fox for last. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> Fox is the one that we usually end up spending a couple few minutes on. So maybe we can we can get yeah. through NBC relatively quickly and make up some time. <laughs> and I can foresee but that happening it. here because uh, there's a show that we both are in love with that we actually did mm. a fucking episode for not too long ago. Go check that out with us in Killing Spree. Mm. And then uh, the one is the uh, point of contention that I feel is coming on. Oh, that was a tease. Very good. Yes. So over on NBC, uh, sadly, the uh, uh, AP Bio is canceled after two seasons. That was just starting to pick up steam, too. I I watched a little bit of season two. I'm going to binge it uh, here later on, but... Season one was pretty good. I don't know. Did you ever watch that one? With no, the- I. But I. I just like just the other night I saw some commercials for it on on Hulu. Ironically enough, <laughs> yeah. uh, during during another show. But yeah, it was. Uh, um, it's like oh that that looks interesting. Then I look at my Twitter and it's all like hashtag save AP bio. I'm like oh that show is canceled. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not watching that. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh- the people from uh, that show, I feel bad, should feel bad because they only lasted one season. They were canceled. Thank God. Mm. That was just a bad premise. That was the uh, the Indian family marrying into the white family, if I remember right, and sh- uh, shenanigans ensued oh when God. the elders. Uh, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> oh shit, that one. I, it yes. just it just occurred to me because like, isn't there like some like uh, uh, unfortunate ass grabbing or yes. something like yes. that? It's like. That Okay, all right. I I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. Thank Uh, God that was canceled. Uh, But not much was canceled on NBC that I can find. Uh, The only other thing I could find was something called Trial and Error. Uh, That was apparently after two seasons, so... That was two years. I didn't know that existed. I I think that's another like uh uh baby lawyer show. 
you know, kind of similar, so. yeah. similar to like the uh, uh, whatever the one on ABC was, um, and yeah, the, uh, the for the people, yeah, that one. Yeah. I think CBS had one too, like the Code or something, which looks basically like Jag with children, yeah, um, pretty much. You know, and with, no military. Yeah. Well, no, I think <laughs> no I think I, I think it is a military one. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, but no admiral. I mean, the yeah, admiral sure. made jag. <laughs> Quite so, yes. All shows should be jag. Uh, yes. we, um, so yeah, so so nothing else canceled on the on the NBC. Nothing else officially canceled. Weird. There's stuff that should be canceled and never seen the light of day, uh, the light of day again. Ooh, uh, tell me more. Stuff like uh, ADT Champions is getting a season two. No, thank you. No. <laughs> All right. Well, we well we got it. We got to talk about AGT for just a hot sec, because I I remember you were so you were so enraged and disappointed by the AGT champions that that you wanted to do a whole show with me about it, and unfortunately, I just didn't have the time with with my TFCon travels and yeah. and other stuff going on. Um, but I I, I guess um so. A little bit of you know a peek behind the curtain. We're we're recording this prior to uh, uh, the Tuesday of the premiere of America's Got Talent, the main season with like the new judges and new new host Terry Crews and all that. So um, by the time you listen to this podcast, this would have been out for for a day or two. But um, I, I guess being in that headspace. I, I guess before before I, I I pop the leash and let you let you go off about champions. What a how, how are you are you going to hang out for AGT this summer? Uh, the main line. I'll watch the uh, the auditions and stuff and see how the new judges gel. Like uh, I can't remember her the name, but she was on uh, the Rock of Ages movie. She didn't do too bad on that. Oh, okay. uh, the other one, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, she's been in some stuff. I didn't know Heidi and Mel were leaving until I saw these two people there. Yeah. I don't remember seeing an announcement. Like, what the fuck happened? Well, I know Mel B and Simon kind of had some beef backstage because of some comments that were made over previous seasons about her uh, prior relationship and stuff. But uh, I didn't know her and or Heidi were even thinking about leaving the show. Yeah. You know what? And and this is mildly contrarian, but good riddance. And yeah. uh, especially Heidi Klum, I've just um, just different strokes for different folks, but I've I've never uh, enjoyed her on on that show. Mel B, I could take her leave, but I do think it's weird that they're kind of doing this weird switcheroo where you're uh, <laughs> you're you're switching out people of similar ethnic ethnicities. Yeah. It's like, and it's one of those things where it's like you know we were watching a commercial for it, and it's like wait a minute. Who are those people? And they're like right. even in like the same chairs and stuff too. It's like I think they're trying to pass it off in case we don't notice or something. I don't know. It's 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 a really weird one. Now, um, Tiffany Haddish goes off the chain, and uh, we know that's going to happen. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I you know what? I, it, as long I'm as I'm excited for Terry though. Uh, I, I I think Terry is actually a perfect host for this kind of show. I think so, and I think during the uh, much maligned uh, champion season, he just he just quite frankly didn't get enough to do. No, um, uh, he was a part of a couple acts, sure, but I mean, like they would they would almost every other act would pull out uh, the host, whether it be Nick Cannon or even yeah. uh, Tyra. The sure. year that she did it, I mean, they would bring them out and make them a part of the act, or they would focus more on them. Yeah, Terry just didn't get that. 
Yeah, and I I think it just had to do with that truncated season. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, yeah, for me it's kind of like a short leash type of thing. It's like I I got I got no compunction about like just just yanking yanking the cord this time because it's like I feel like I've been that way about America's Got Talent for like the last two maybe three years. Um, season eleven was the last really good season that had. Okay easily eight nine winners oh and a yeah couple of those didn't even make the final yeah that's right okay it's it's coming back to me now i, I agree with you with uh john dornboss uh brian justin crumb mm-hmm. uh the guy that juggled that was really fucking good at juggling yeah uh, yeah the, I, the wrong person won like usual the kids shouldn't have won should have been the clairvoyance but that's again personal preference. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man, we we can get into knife fights over. Yes. I I feel like one of these days we should just do like an AGT knife fight show because because <laughs> we, we we it is interesting, Dave. I I love it because it's like we we have very similar tastes and very similar opinions up to a point. And mm-hmm. and and then like and then like that road forks hard. <laughs> it's it it's does. a big T in the road because I am so over the clairvoyance. I cannot st- Damn them anymore. It's just too much. Too much. It's uh in the in the uh I, I can't I can't even right now. So anyway, so you you so since we opened the door up for ranting, um so um you wanted to rail against the AGT champions. Uh let's 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 take a side trip and and let let you have your piece on that. So AGT champions, when it was announced, it sounded like a great idea. It was bringing in people from all the got talent iterations from around the world, past champions, past top tens had so much potential. Week one comes around (laughs) all of a sudden there's, there's 10 acts that are vying for two spots. One that the judges pick and one that quote America's uh, super fans and quote picked. Yeah. A secret cabal of super fans. (laughs) Who the fuck were the super fans and how the fuck do they vote when it's not a live show? Like, were they shown all this season in advance and told to keep their mouths shut? That's the <laughs> only thing I can think of because taking we take things behind the curtain all the time. Sure, of There's course. There's no fucking way they should have passed this off as live in any capacity. No. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... it's uh... Yeah, it's a follow the money, a qui bono for sure. Um, and it didn't. It, I don't know if you noticed it, but it seemed like there was an international and a and an American in every final two. Like the the oh. one that sang Bohemian Rhapsody in opera style, she was good. I don't think she should have been uh, the quote unquote super fans pick though. Yeah, that oh that is interesting. See, I guess I never really got into deep into the conspiracy. I I, I like that you're kind of you know getting your uh, Nicolas Cage uh, National Treasure glasses out, and you're just like you know really really following the clues and and solving the conspiracy here. I love it. Um, oh, I saw it in in week two, but then week three, I'm like, okay, if they do this again. Yep, they did it again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing now. <laughs> On to you. I'm watching you. Watching you, AGT. <laughs> and then to have the most recent AGT winner be the champion of all champions. Get the fuck out of here. He's good. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Though. Yeah, go away. <laughs> well, see, and I, I feel the, I, I feel very similar about other types of reality competitions. I don't know what the upper limit is. 
but I feel like there should be a time where it's like, okay, now you can go on the shelf. You know, and maybe we'll dust you off and bring you out in like another couple years. But yeah, I mean, it's like I, I felt it felt to me. And again, I, I don't I didn't do the research or compile anything, but it felt like almost all of the acts were from like the last like four seasons. You yeah, know, it's outside like, of uh, Susan Boyle and a couple in the first two seasons of AGT. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they were all within the last five years, if yeah. I recall right. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, you dusted off some crustos, like you know, you had like like the gal who won the very first season, the very first one. Yep. Um. So, but it, what it is though, and and we've talked about this before, Dave, where you know it's it's more about narrative than competition. You yeah. know, it's like it's like it's not how good your talent is; it's more about how good your story is. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's why I was so fearful for that girl from Arizona, the one that lost her dad, oh, uh, sadly yeah. to cancer. Yeah, she was yeah. good. She was not top ten no. in any capacity. But you know how the votes would have went. Yeah, it goes with the story. Hmm. Hmm. I've accepted that. I know that's what happens. I I know this about these competition shows. <laughs> Still fucking pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. Yeah. It's like, and it's well. I, I'm glad you've at least accepted it, if not made peace with it. It that that was that was a hard uh, uh road to hoe for me, where it's like, oh, that's what we're doing now. Well, I guess that's what the show is. Whatever. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I mean, because yes, it's sad. Yes, yes, my heart bleeds. Sure, <laughs> you're not top ten material. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. But and, and, I'm a monster for saying that. Right. Yes, rat bastard. <laughs> so, um, I I forget. So so we're still on NBC, we're on right? NBC, yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus. So, All right. <laughs> um, the, the Law and Order Special Victims Unit, aka Criminal Minds Light. Uh, just got uh, renewed for their 21st season. Making Jesus! It the I know. <laughs> making it the longest uh, continuous uh, like episode, episodic uh, series, pretty much. Or live actions, not episodic series. Yeah. I should say, because Simpsons has uh, animated it yeah. and all time overall. All the Chicago's got renewed. Uh, Fire for 8, PD for 7, and Med for 5. So we'll get that uh, Chicago clusterfuck show at some point. <laughs> I'm sure during the season. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine got season seven. Have you been keeping up with the Nine-Nine! No, I... Okay, so uh, we, we've been watching the new season slowly. We're we're okay. like on like episode five or something like that. So... Oh, okay. um, so you're not a Cinco de Mayo yet? Correct, yeah. No, okay. we're... Uh, so we, we had like a DVR conflict, I think. And, and I if I remember this correctly, we knew that going in... And that's kind of how that Hulu decision became much easier because it's like, you know, oh, so it's 99 cents a month for 12 months. And yes. <laughs> and as long as, you know, we if we just watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we've paid for it. What was kind of kind of the way we thought about it. And ironically enough, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is probably one of the things we've watched the least of on <laughs> Hulu. But but it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, so like we'll go. Th- I've talked about our our routine uh, previously. I'm not not going to dwell as much here now, but it's we're ruled by the DVR. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the DVR tells us what to watch. So when we run out of DVR, that's when we go to 
you know, like the, the Amazon or the Hulus or something like that. So that's where now that these shows are starting to run out, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's throw down for a 9-9. So, okay. you know, so so that's kind of what we're doing. So I, I would imagine uh, by the time we get to the fall, we we will have burnt through all of them. I don't anticipate us binging them. It's probably going to be watching them, you know, like, you know, maybe like one a day or something like that. But um, gotcha. Um, so you're so you're about four or five episodes in. Yes. What do you think of the uh, the Captain Holt direction so far? Um, It's. It's interesting. I mean, yeah. it's uh yeah, I I don't think it breaks the the um consistency of the show. Um and uh Andre Brower is a is a national treasure, must be protected at all costs. Uh He should. Uh, but I think Fox was kind of leaning toward this anyways. Like this kind of direction for him to not not really loosen up. That's like the wrong word for a captain yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I still need that more... uh, crossover with Bordas from uh, oh, from God, Bordas. Yes, That'd be do. funny. <laughs> See but who could... he's more of like a uh, what's a good what's another word for loosen up that's more relax for Captain Holt. <laughs> yeah, uh, re- uh, relative relaxation or yeah, I I don't know, I don't yeah. know. Um, like like the the Florida uh, episodes on Fox, like where he was trying to be the manager of the arcade and stuff like that yes. kind of captain hole. I got on board with. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That, and that's a lot of fun because it's like, it, it's, it's consistently the same character, but it's the situation that's, that's madcap. Yes. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like how you take this character and, and you play it straight and let him be the same character and with the same traits and values and all that, but put it instead of one environment, you just change the environment and, and see how the, how, how the character runs. So I, 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 I salute the writing team for at least knowing what they're doing. Cause I, I don't think they've really done any of the characters wrong. Um, no. And and I don't know if the NBC run feels any different than the uh, than the Fox run. What what do you think? It, you you've seen more of it than I have. It seems a little grittier to a point. Like there there's more. Uh, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's more um, it's more in your face a little bit on some issues. Okay. And, and I will warn you, it does go a little political at one point coming up i think it's like around episode nine or ten ah. so be prepared for that all right but it's it, it i kind of looked at it like oh okay you had to do that because you're nbc i see ah, okay all right <laughs> all right but it, it, it didn't turn me off from the show like i, I i'll still watch it religiously <laughs> but um don't worry because there is uh the tradition is still intact just so you know oh good that's all i'll say that that's so. that's exciting i yes. i'm glad <laughs> Um, the, uh, uh, last show I want to touch on NBC was the one I kind of teased in the last bit. Um, this is us was renewed for, uh, three seasons, uh, seasons four, five, and six. Holy and crap. <laughs> you, well, that's going to be the end of it though. They oh. have a deliberate plan. They have everything already planned out for the next three seasons on how the story is going to go. Um, apparently the guy, the main guy that plays Jack Pearson, his name escapes me like usual. Uh, he's saying that it's so it's no one's going to see it coming, and some okay. of the he he sees it as what's going to be some of the best TV probably of all time. So wow. he's already putting a high uh, <laughs> expectation marker on. This. Yeah, I was going to say hyperbole much. 
Not bad for a dude that was killed by a crockpot, am I right? Am I right? Hey. That, that is too that soon, dude, man. right? Because I, I don't want <laughs> It'll always be too soon. Uh, that's Okay, cool. See, I, I figured if I fumbled around in the dark enough, I'd, I'd figure it out. Yeah, that's uh, Milo Ventimiglia. He's, uh, he was on uh, Heroes uh, for that run. Um, and Rocky's son and uh, Rocky Balboa, if I remember correctly. I think but, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So um so I you know what? I I I chuckle and laugh and point and all that stuff, but I I like that announcement to where it's like, you know, we're we're making it a point to build towards an inevitable end. And for somebody like me that's uh, you know, tried to watch it. And jumped it, tried to dip in at like some weird midway point that was totally inappropriate for new viewers, um, and got scared off. Once it once it finishes, that might be something. Knowing that it's a complete thing, I might go back through and and check it out. Um, yeah, it, there's it, a lot of shows like you were talking about the CBS shows yeah. where you could jump in at any point. You know what's going on. This is definitely not one of those shows. No, it's <laughs> it, it's got more continuity than the X Men. Mm-hmm. So. And there's so much you have to remember because of the time frames, the jumps that it does. Yeah, going back in time. Go now they're now they're going forward in time in this past season. Oh man, and the cliffhanger they left it off on this season scares the hell out of me. Wow, for the fourth season and in a good way because I I need to see what's going to happen here because sure. stuff yeah. happens and it's like okay somebody's missing why is somebody missing what the fuck why is somebody missing <laughs> and it's like <laughs> fuck that no you can't kill that person off <laughs> oh man i oh i wish you had seen the end game i was almost going to make an end game spoiler joke here but we're i'm instead of dwelling we're just we're just going to move on but yeah no that's no. Uh, do you want to touch on CW before we get to Fox? I, I know you watch a few of the uh, the shows over there that are not the teeny boppers, you, but the uh, superhero variety. <laughs> hang on, so I, I I'm not done with NBC yet. Oh, you're not oh, because okay. I yeah, I have I have like I I got my folding chair in my hand. I oh. I have a surprise. There's like there's oh. like surprise interference. Um, remember when we were talking about, uh, I, I, oh, I forget when we did like a, I don't know if it was a follow-up or whatever, but we, we had touched on some of the shows that like we had started watching and maybe jumped off of and, uh, I think it was the mid-season that we did that on. Oh, okay. Very good. Thank you. Um, So anyway, one of the shows that we talked about was New Amsterdam. Um, And here's the thing. So we jumped off on it, and it was was a scheduling conflict. Um, What I didn't realize is that uh, Lucky was always remorseful about letting it go. Apparently, she's mm-hmm. she likes herself a good doctor show. I do not. Um, Some of them are good. Yeah, <laughs> it, sure, if you say so. Um, but hey, so, House was great. Okay, <laughs> you know what? House was kind of great. That, that's it, it's fine. Um, so, but she's like, well, hey man, we uh, we got this here uh, Hulu machine. Why don't we go back and and see what's going on with uh with the the new Amsterdam? And I don't remember how long ago we we got back into it. Uh it since had its season finale, so there's I didn't realize there's 22 episodes of this damn thing. I mean, it's like Yeah, it was a it was a full full season. Yeah, it's like network TV. Can we just not? Can we <laughs> not? But um uh but I'm bearing the lead here. It's fucking great. Really? It it it, it gets really good um okay. and, and i don't know and this is interesting because i don't know how viewing experience 
uh, uh, plays into it. But like there was a there's been a couple times where we've watched like two episodes in a shot. Because it's like, you know, I uh, don't want to turn it off. Hulu's just going to autoplay. Ah, fuck it. Let's just watch another one. Mm-hmm. And I have found myself way more invested and engrossed in these characters than, than I was anticipating. This one was a huge surprise. A show that I had left in the dust and forgotten about turns out is really good. Um, it's not as good as I would say, like, you know, our hard recommends. Um, but it's, it, it is a surprise and it's, and I bet you it would hold up if you go back to the beginning. Um, but man, 22 episodes, that's a lot of commitment, but it's, uh, it's an hour or 45 minutes, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so, but yeah, it's, I, I, I did want to mention that here because that's very recent that that's happened within like the last couple weeks that we've gotten back into it. So when I say we've been watching a lot of Hulu, it's because we've, uh, you know, we, we really kind of jumped face first back into new Amsterdam and it's, uh, again, it's, I, I think that for, for my television viewing experience, I think I enjoy characters and how those characters interact and how they're portrayed rather than like the scenario of the show itself. Because I, again, I, I don't particularly like medical dramas. It's, you know, it's like, um, even as usually exactly. And I, I'm just like, so, and this does a fair amount of doctoring and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go hit the restroom. You want me to pause it? Nope. It's fine. Just, uh, oh, oh, we're like doing. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're we're doing open heart surgery on on children again. I'm like, yeah, in the womb. Again. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, and there's some of that, and you know, there's there is a lot of human drama and oh, yeah. and things like that. But it's uh, um, and and it's one of those things where like the characters kind of have to grow on you a bit. It's like, you know, and there there is one character in on the show that still very unlikable <laughs> i'm just like uh i remember all the- shows need that <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's true but it but it wasn't for I, and I totally see where you're coming from, but it's not necessarily for like dramatic conflict it's just oh. like it's um well uh, it, it's a character that's like i i don't remember if she's like uh what what the fuck is she she's like kind of like like the the boss doctor for like the 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 emergency room Okay. And and she's, you know, kind of like a younger person and her her crutch is that she munches on Adderalls all day and ah. and, and, you know, kind of <laughs> a little Annie Adderall. And and I've I've known people like that. So, you know, kind of like that high functioning, you know, always always like skittish and, um, you know, uh, we've we've known people like that. And it's just like I just like I don't have any patience for that personality type in my in my actual life. So to mm. see that portrayed in a television show, I don't I don't care for it. But I think I think that's just my uh, very specific experience <laughs> um, projecting too much onto a fictional television show, but the uh, the characters are great. I mean, Ryan Eggold, the lead, uh, formerly of the uh, Blacklist, he uh, he traded and, up. He and uh, the Blacklist. Oh yeah, uh, what was it like, Renegades or some shit like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. R.I.P. That show. Um, <laughs> well, he's get killed off in this one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but but he's he's taken that role for a good long walk. He's uh, a nice. He's having a lot of fun with it, and he's a charismatic dude. 
and and it it really works. So if you ever find yourself in the, in the mood for a doctor show, I you know I I could sell you a new Amsterdam. It's it's okay. it's not bad. Uh, but speaking of uh, but uh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and that did get picked up for season two. I had that buried in my notes. So, ah, very good. Uh, that did get picked up. And so I would, you can enjoy some more of that that season. Probably very nice. Two more episodes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, it just it threw me off. We're we're going through Hulu, and I'm like, twenty two episodes. Good gravy. <laughs> um, and I I would imagine that uh, you know, speaking of Blacklist, that that's a show that's that's going to continue. Um, because I haven't been able to find anything on that one way or the other so far. So well, maybe it, it's finally done. No, it, because like the season finale happened and it ends on a huge cliffhanger. And yeah, because that's assured a uh, uh, new season every time, Ugh. every single time. Yeah, exactly. Well, and <laughs> and they even had like a tag at the end: the blacklist will return next season, NBC. And it's like, if you say so, buddy. I haven't seen any evidence that says that. But and right. and and we were going through a lot of it, saying like, is this the last season? Because I think it's the last. season. And it kind of. There's a lot of stuff that kind of comes to a head, and now that things have come to a head, it's like, well, now what are you gonna do? It's like right. again, they've kind of run out of story, but but I will say that the the last handful of episodes have been pretty good because it kind of went back to what the show was supposed to be, kind of like a case of the week type of thing, and less the overarching narrative, which I never really cared for. <laughs> So, right. Um, ironically enough, uh, um, I wanted kind of the more episodic uh, type of type of thing, but I digress. Um, yeah, uh, if that if that show does come back for a season, I hope it's for like a single final season because that's that's a show that has well outstayed its welcome. Well, uh, I, and uh, to maybe end on this note, uh, blind spot. I overlooked this too. Uh, they're getting a fifth season, but it's going to be their final and okay. also shortened as well. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be like a six or eight. I can't remember what the exact number was, but uh, it's going to be a very short season. Uh, to, to kind of wrap things up into a nice bow, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, maybe a, a different discussion to have a different day is to, you know, if you're having so many shows that are having truncated final seasons, it makes me wonder if there's a plan for, like, what's going to take these shows' place, if anything. Right. Um, so yeah, so maybe that, that's a speculation show for, uh, for a different day, but, uh, but you want to, uh, you want to talk about the C-Dub a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I know there's a few things you watch on here. Uh, the one I want to touch on, of course, is the, uh, Supernatural finally ending after 823 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's, uh, it's only 15 seasons. It yeah. seems like a fucking lot longer. Yep. Now I forget, uh, were, were you a fan of that? Did you watch it? I've watched like the okay. odd episode on TNT here and there. Oh, I've yeah. like really gotten into it. Gotcha. So like it's been background noise basically. Same here. Yeah. I, I gotcha. But I know the the fans that are into it are devoted oh, uh, AF pretty much. Oh, so. man. I I know no fewer than two different people that, that have uh, supernatural tattoos on them. Yep. And probably more than maybe I don't know. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So yeah, um, R.I.P. That show. Um, you know, uh, Riverdale's coming back for season four. Which, uh, by the way, um, oh, just wanted to throw this out there. Yeah. Luke Perry's son. Uh, R.I.P. Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sad. I, I, it legitimately sucks that he couldn't see his son debut in what's probably going to end up being the number two wrestling promotion 
in the U.S. last night and mm-hmm. having a fucking killing showing at it. Um, definitely, if you go, if you can find the uh, AEW Double or Nothing, watch it. If you're a wrestling fan at all, mm-hmm. hard recommend. So, uh, so I'm a little lost. Could you elaborate a little bit? Is like Luke Perry's son in AEW? He's now? a wrestler. Yep. Oh, uh, he goes by the name uh, Jungle Boy. Okay. Um, that's his gimmick. He's like. I want to say like 19 or 20. He's he's not very old. Wow. Uh, but he's getting one of the upper mid card, I want to say, type spots in the company. And he put on a hell of a showing. He was on the pre-show, which was streamed on YouTube Live. Um, had a good showing on there, and then was on the main show, involved in one of the what's going to be one of the main heels with the show. So he's going to be a, a baby face, oh. which is just which is just perfect for him. Okay. And, and I mean, it, 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 his boy is Luke reincarnated. Like you go back to party of five, Luke, this is jungle boy. Really? Wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to experience that because for some reason I can't explain it, but like the, the day Luke Perry passed that, that actually kind of hit me a little bit. I was like, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I don't know why, because I wasn't like the hugest 90210 fan or whatever, but it just, it was just, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I, I think when folks of a certain age and, and certain age is like a sliding scale for each of us, but like when they pass away, it's one of those things where you're kind of confronted with your own mortality a little bit. And, and I think maybe that's, that's what it was for me. At least I'm just like, Oh Jesus. Wow. Luke Perry. Really? And especially with what took him. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're not, we're not talking uh, morbid and death on this podcast. No, no, (laughs) but, but, but suffice it to say, RIP Luke Perry for sure. And well, I guess they have a plan going forward for Riverdale on, uh, I don't know if they're going to, they're not going to replace his character. If I understand right, they're just going to like do a, a memorial tribute to him. Yeah. And then move on. I, that didn't sound as good as I wanted it to, but sure. you know what I mean. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, as long as they they uh, don't kill him off mid-season, or, or I'm sorry, that they don't kill him off in the off-season and replace him with Leah Remini, they should be okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, shoot, he's he's Archie's dad. I mean, yeah. so I mean, that's that's a pretty big role. I I you know to speculate, I would imagine it's like going to be like an off season tragedy or something, and that's probably I I would imagine that they're probably just going to face front like first couple episodes or you know first episode, um, yeah. just to uh, again as as you were saying, kind of kind of to just deal with it head on rather than try to hide it. And I think that's. I, I think that's I think that's the best way to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. Oof. Um. Let's see. Another. Sh- oh, I was gonna say another show that's ending on CW, which uh, some people say it's it's probably time. Uh, Arrow. Yeah. Uh, getting its eight, eighth it's and time. final season, also shortened. You know that's fine, and I, <laughs> I wonder if that means if it's shortened, if they're going to spend a couple bucks on effects or something. I haven't watched Arrow uh, in in a while. I, you know, I flirted with it when Wild Dog was on there, but right. but then then yeah, I it took me a while. I'm like, oh wait a minute, I don't like the show. I forgot. <laughs> and now, then I, uh, Stephen Amell. I mean, we know we all know he's good buddies with uh, Cody Rhodes, who sure. just started up this company. I mean, there has been speculation that he might step in the ring too. This this would lead credence to those rumors. So yeah, well, and and because I don't think he's in anything else or planning on to be on anything else I've seen. 
Yeah, I don't think so. And and what a what a coup for for Cody that would be. And and that oh. would that that would give him some uh you know uh, additional credibility. I would imagine in the scene, right? Oh, I, I would say so. And actually, they have already had that credibility. I mean, even before last night, because mm-hmm. last night is being viewed as uh, basically over. Uh, overdoing the hype for it, which is very rare to do yeah. in the wrestling world. Uh, <laughs> they've already have a deal with TN, with Turner Broadcasting to uh, air on TNT and weekly in October. Uh, they, they're basically going to be the new WCW, but another level up. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and with the current state of the WWE, you know, which which you and Killing Spree have, have talked about quite a bit, I, I wonder what kind of prominence this is going to have once uh, once uh, once we're doing real TV. Well, the uh, the true wrestling fans that are in the world are rooting for them to do w- one thing only inspire the WWE to get out of this rut creatively ah and actually give a shit about their on-screen product. Sure. Anyone rooting for the WWE to fail and go out of business is not a true fan. Get your heads out of your asses mm. and root for both. <laughs> now, that's fair. I this mean, my TED talk. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> I love that joke. But I mean, you know, because I mean, like I I think you need to have that uh that partisan uh, mentality with regards to stuff. It's like, you know, I, I personally enjoy both Marvel and DC comics and their characters, but I, I know an equal amount of folks that, that are very tribal about it. I mean, we're, we're naturally tribal folks, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're Coke or Pepsi, you know, we're Mac or PC, you know, DC or Marvel or Star Trek. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, some of us, you know, see those blurry lines, especially kind of like in this weird pop culture space we're in now but but i think the important thing is when you have the the uh the two it makes both stronger and i think what what a lot of you guys have been saying about the wwe since since there's been no wcw or anything close to it um that yeah they, they've they've just gotten fat and complacent and and yeah, you you need somebody to be like I, I I love the way you put it, Dave. Just like yeah, you know, uh, step up your game. It's like I don't want to yeah. replace you. I want you to be better. Because if you look back at the the Monday Night Wars in the late nineties, it was WCW doing something, WWF trying to outdo it. Yeah, WCW trying to outdo that. And it was back and forth. It made for great TV across both companies. It it made it where you couldn't miss. One right. or the other, because there was compelling storylines, compelling characters. That's what AEW kind of introduced last night, uh, which is what the company is called AEW All Elite Wrestling. Oh, okay. And it's uh, it's actually being backed by somebody with money. Uh, the owner of the Jaguars, his son, oh. is backing it. Um, so there's going to be a lot of ties to Jacksonville and Florida and everything like that too. Cool. Kind of like WCW was in Georgia with Atlanta, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't mean to go on this tangent. No, but no, it's fine. Get your heads out of your asses. Root for both. Yes, last night was a huge success. Don't go out there and say, oh, WWE's done. Huh, huh, get, Vince is going to be fucked. No. <laughs> Fuck that thinking. Fuck you for thinking that. Enjoy it for what, what it is right now. 
I, I'd be interesting to uh, to get Killing Spree's take on that when uh, when he uh, listens to this and gets to that. I, I can I can practically hear him uh, uh, clacking on the keys as we speak. But you know what, dude? If you want to leave a voicemail, two three one two two four Mike. That that w- I I would love to put that on the air. Um, and the right. last little thing I'll I'll yeah. say about AEW because uh, yeah. I think it's important to say, like like I said, seek the show out if you can find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But this is a company that's actually going to be doing something for there's a, there's a little bit of PC in here. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that All right. they have the first uh, trans transgender wrestler. Okay. Like in a major company, oh. uh, they have, um, they, they've talked about at least helping with insurance for the wrestlers, something that had, that isn't done in the industry at all. Right. Uh, they've, they've talked about having the women being paid the same as the men, no matter what. Uh, they're very in, all inclusive. I guess last night was the first ever. Um, I, I don't remember what the terminology you use, yeah. so I apologize to anybody who is on the spectrum. But mm. uh, sensory uh, help, like they help with if you're overloaded because you have some form of uh, on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. They had areas to help with that, and th- that they could take you to if you were being overwhelmed, overloaded. That's never happened in a wrestling show. Like they're trying to be as inclusive to everybody as possible so this company not only is going to be an alternative to wwe it's mm going to probably change the face of the business as we know it so yeah so it now i wonder is oh and 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 i i feel kind of gross saying this out loud but i wonder if there's going to be any kind of backlash from that because you know again when whenever i i feel and again this is just one guy talking but like i feel like when somebody comes out with something with with progressive ideas the folks on the other side whatever that other side is start shaking their fists talking about you know uh you know libtards and and Mm. all of that other stuff you know libtard sjw's and i don't i don't know man i it it from what I'm hearing, Dave, I don't hear anything wrong with what you're saying. You know, it's so, like, you know, ha- having like, you know, quiet rooms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That that's that that seems like that's progressive in a good way. <laughs> you know, I don't but know. The, but I, I know where your point of what, what, what your point of that statement is. Mm-hmm. And if they were pushing Sunny Kiss, that's the name of the wrestler, the okay. transgender wrestler. If they were, for lack of a better term, shoving him i believe mm. it is down our throats i would agree with you okay he was in the pre-show battle royal wasn't even a factor he was there they didn't even mention it on air that he was tra- the first transgender wrestler if they did it was a quick blurb they didn't focus on it they let the wrestlers uh their performance speak to who they were see there you go that's that's and and for for me at least you know being being a uh, I don't know. I guess I'd call myself like a progressive curmudgeon in that, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I have progressive leanings and I'm usually OK with progressive stuff. But, you know, I, I also have a line and I get I get grumpy about stuff sometimes, yep. too. Um, this all sounds great. And yeah, um, yeah and there was it, a guy with no legs out there last night. There was a guy literally who had his legs amputated when he was three because of uh-huh. his spinal condition, didn't have prosthetics on. He was a torso and arms and a head. Wow. And he was in the battle room last night. Wow. I almost want to check that out. That that sounds yeah, awesome. It, it's free on YouTube. Uh, go okay. To T- just type in TNT on uh, YouTube. It'll say double or nothing. Uh, buy-in is what it's called because they had like a, 
a casino kind of theme. Oh, okay, the sure, was the sure. Show, and then the show was uh, Double or Nothing. Okay. So definitely yeah. check it out. Uh, sorry about that ramp, but no, I, no, it's I, good I saw stuff. An opportunity talking about Arrow and Stephen Amell. Yeah, because I could see him going there. I really could. Okay. Yeah, and 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 I feel like that you know w- with that history already being baked in i i think that i think that would be a good move i i and and again that would that would lend uh perhaps some uh extra credibility to AEW i i like that um so yeah so um you know time kind of got away from us a little yeah, bit um, <laughs> you know i'm 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 off all of the CW superhero shows oh, okay. i i left all of those in the dust so we don't even need to talk about any of that stuff um okay. Uh, the only thing I'm gonna mention is because because it's absurd. Uh, and I haven't checked it out yet, but I have. I hate that I'm hearing nothing but good about it. Mm. Apparently, the Charmed reboot got a got a renewal. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, and I forgot yeah. to ask you about that because, yeah, that was uh there there was going to be some contention. I. I yes. I, not between you and I, because I I could care less. I ha, I have I have less than zero charm nostalgia. It it I mean I don't have anything against it. It was just never my jam. Um, right. So so with the the idea of a reboot, I'm just like shrug. <laughs> but but uh, apparently CW also is the only of the uh, I guess quote unquote major mm-hmm. five networks uh, that did not have anything that I could find that was canceled. Interesting. Huh. Like uh, that legacies, the uh, originals uh, spinoff that got another mm-hmm. season. Uh, Dynasty got another season. Even the the fabled and horrid DC Legend of Tomorrow got a fifth season. <laughs> that show is still, you know, good for them, man, for just being like the little show that could. <laughs> right. <laughs> All oh, right. Man. So let's go to Fox then. Right. Good lord. This is the one. This is another anomaly. This one has more canceled that I found than renewed. Okay. And we've talked about this in the past over the past few episodes that yeah. I've done with you on why that is because they're they're transitioning their mar- their programming to certain areas on mm-hmm. Thursdays, Friday nights. They don't have as much room as they once had. Right. And so, we, and we were afraid so, that perhaps Orville was going to be a casualty of that. Yes, hmm. but I could see them doing like they did this season, uh, being on Thursdays after football season's done because football ends end of December. Yeah, uh, for that for the Thursday night, so that they were probably safer than we thought uh, during that Orville episode. But uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Mm-hmm. I'll go over the the few canceled shows that we might actually care about. Um, the Cool Kids, which I enjoyed. I don't know. Did you ever check that one out? The Never one with, watched uh, Vicky it. Vicky Lawrence. Yeah, you know, and you had even urged me to, and I'm just like, nah, I just, I just can't. I, I, well, and actually, I kind of forgot to, ah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I did not check it out. You fit right in at Shady Meadows. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Cool Kids was uh, unfortunately canceled after one season. I kind of hope they pick it back up on like uh, FX or FXX. Mm. Uh, maybe make it a little more grittier for an older person show. I think it, there's potential for it to be there. And if you've seen the show, then you would know that too. Okay. Okay. Um, Proven Innocent, the one with Kelsey Grammer that got the axe after one season. I don't even know what I, that I is. I didn't check it out. I don't know if you did or not. Uh, I, yeah, I don't even know what it is. Uh, it's another law type show. Oh. Uh, I guess it's like an, uh, a, law- a lawyer. No, he was like a lawyer for somebody that was acquitted, but he was trying to go after her later on oh. because he still thought she was guilty. It was. It, it looked compelling. I just 
forgot about it and gotcha. didn't watch it. So. Well, I was going to say, I was hoping you weren't going to say that it's about a psychologist turned radio host turned lawyer <laughs> turned vigilante, it sounds like. Oh, Actually, I'd kind of watch Wild that. Dog, the lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Grammer now, underneath that hockey mask. I think that'd be great. I'd watch uh, that. Now, I thought that uh, the Wednesday night block was safe on uh, Fox, the, the Star Empire. Yeah. It's not. Star was canceled after three seasons. They're not getting another season. Hmm. And Empire, while it's renewed, is on their final season. And... No plans to bring back Jesse Smollett after his uh, alleged beating. Interesting, because I I, you know, I I don't have the research in front of me, but I thought I had heard conflicting reports that they that there was at least some kind of like negotiations or talks or something uh, of I, bringing the I've, character back. I've huh. seen more that say it's a no than than that. Like I've seen those reports too, but I've seen yeah. more saying that it's a no as of now. Plus, I mean, I don't think his character was like a main character like he was kind of maybe an upper character yeah well but he wasn't like the reason the show was was anything exactly well and and not to uh dwell on the story too much i mean folks can do their own research on on the new story about jesse smollett but basically that was that was kind of the impetus of why he did what he did because he wanted more notoriety he wanted more yeah. money and that was not the way to do it Justin. yeah yeah he's just like yeah man i want a better contract i want to be on the show more i want to be more prominent um and yeah apparently this was the way he thought to get attention so less said about that the better i don't want to get into it yeah for sure but but that is an interesting move because i didn't realize that and and i wonder I wonder if the ending, the impending ending of Empire is at all influenced by this. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? That that would be. Uh, there hasn't been anything connecting it yet, but who knows what actually happens uh, in the boardrooms. Yeah. I mean, there there is a lot of press about it, most of it negative toward yeah. uh, Smollett because it, it, he, did a, he did a disgusting thing. Yeah. I mean, that, there's absolutely no justification you can have for what he did. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, don't want to get too political, but like you said, you can do your own research. Yeah. If you think he did nothing wrong, more power to you. Sure. I personally don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, Given I, the evidence that we do have out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get to the, the cancellation that me and you have both been waiting for since probably last season. <laughs> probably longer in some of our cases. All right. Yeah, yeah, true. Cracks, knuckles, uh, pops, neck. All so right. No rakes. No Murtaugh. They were going to try to have a lethal weapon. Nope, they're not. They're not. They're done. They're gone. Like fucking god, they're gone. It's fine. Because <laughs> right, I mean, that's the move, right? <laughs> it, it has to be. They, they couldn't have both of them be gone. It didn't even work without Riggs. Right. It needed to have Riggs, not Cole, whatever his fucking name was, Stifler. <laughs> uh, that that was probably his name, Cole Stifler. <laughs> No, no, Cole, whatever his fucking name was. Sure, sure. That, that's his name. But, <laughs> oh, right. But no, right. I mean, it was, it, it had potential, and then fucking Plane just had to go out and be a dumbass. And, yeah. Uh, mm. that, but yeah, I, I'm happy to see that one. It sounds like you are too. Uh, other ones that didn't get the uh, the renewal, the passage, uh, starring uh, Zach Morris's trash. Yeah. W- weren't you like super into that? <laughs> I was. I actually got into it, but it did end the season at a point where it could be one and done. Oh, okay. And it would be fine. 
See, it, so I'm more okay with this than with others. It, it feels to me that that Fox is occasionally really good at doing that, meaning mm-hmm. like where it could be like a like a you know uh, an okay ending. Yeah, Fox not necessarily as known for like the unresolved cliffhangers. No, so um, it's like they expect stuff to get axed for whatever reason, so they're yeah. gonna get everything tied up as best as they can at the end of every season yeah. just in case yeah yeah <laughs> uh the gifted was uh one of the victims too uh that got cut after two seasons yeah. uh, did, i forgot did you ever watch that one uh, the the what d level x-men <laughs> i i loved the first season it was probably like for me one of the best representations of the x-men i had seen in a long time including some of the latter movies because it, it really got into like you know the teen angst and you know it's like oh i got these superpowers but my life sucks you know a, a coming lo- into their powers and yeah. learning. And, yeah. and and that that is really what the spirit of x-men is supposed to be you know it's like you you've gotta you've gotta have a heavy dollop of teen angst and i think like a lot of the latter movies have kind of forgotten about that um it's just power 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 i'm the best power power yeah yeah it's i mean yes it's it's supposed to be a superhero story but it's also supposed to be about persecuted young people yeah you know so like uh so i thought it did really well in uh in that first season really liked it and then it just dove off a cliff in season two and it was one of those things where it's just like we don't have to keep watching this, do we? You want to jump off? Yeah, man. And kind of like got him. Well, and and so it's kind of like the uh, opposite to got him, where I mean, we oh. stuck through it and did a lot of oh, hate oh. watching, and it's just like, yeah, we we had that conversation where it's just like, how about we just don't watch this anymore? Yeah, I'd like that. And yeah, we just we had like one episode on the DVR that was already recorded. And it wasn't it wasn't anything particular about the episode we had just watched. Like, oh, my God, th- this episode has has revolted me to the point where I don't want to watch the same. <laughs> no, it was just like I'm just not liking where where it's going. So, yeah, let's let's just jump off. And in a sense, it's kind of a shame that it got it's you know, it's it's a victim of the Disney merger. Right. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh- you know, with with Disney's acquisition of Fox and bringing the X Men characters into that fold, you can't have a Fox show with mutants on it, um, right? Un- under a Disney flag, so um, that's probably kind of the same reason. Like Legion is uh, leaving FX after this season, stuff like that. Like yeah. a lot of these, uh, not you forget their Marvel shows or Marvel based shows yep. are going away after this year because of. Uh, the house, the house with the mouse. Exactly, and you know, I maybe this is mildly contrarian because I mean, again, it's like I liked, you know, you got one good season of Gifted, you got one arguably terrible season of Gifted. Just leave it be. I mean, there's, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I'm okay with taking out these obstacles for uh, for the mouse. I mean, I, I've I've done you know, whole other libertarian screeds about how I feel about the Fox merger. But mm-hmm. it it's one of these things to where it's like, since it's here and we have it, you know what? Fine. If, if everybody's happy about Disney doing X-Men, well then let's just get to it. So, right. and, and, and that's the main justification I see. It's like, Oh my God, we're following a good, good X-Men. Oh my God. They might do fantastic four. Right. 
there's no guarantees there. Yeah. On either on either no. front. <laughs> no. And and tell that to like the two thousand people who lost their jobs, you know. Tell that right. to, you know, anybody that worked at Fox Searchlight who that mm-hmm. I mean, that entire division is just shuttered. And, and they canceled a ton of movies from what I've read too, uh, yeah. that were in production, like lower level movies that probably w- that would have had a chance had uh, a major a major uh, studio like Disney didn't buy them out. Yep, yep. So, but but X Men though. Yep, X Men. It's all about the X Men getting a good X Men movie, maybe with Deadpool in it. Maybe Deadpool be a Deadpool. Oh, no, yeah. who oh, cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but speaking anyway. of one and dones, uh, that that rail, which we neither one of us even wanted to give the light the time of day to, nope. with uh, with Ginger Sinbad. In it. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's right. It's only one season, and then uh, they canceled the Love Connection after two seasons. Thank God. <laughs> Andy Cohen can be entertaining at times, not on this show. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, don't, if, don't be Chuck Woolery. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, if you say so, buddy, <laughs> I, I won't fight you on it. But if you say so. <laughs> Um, he can be. He's not most of the time, but he can be. I've chuckled at a few things on sure. his uh, "Watch What Happens Live" thing. Yeah, I won't take that away from you. I just, I, Usually I. It's what Joel's making fun of it on the Super or the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> yeah, you know, and just a, a weird aside. It's like every once in a while I'll watch some stuff like you know, like on Survivor or some other random show, and I pause and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I live in a world without soup now. Yeah, I you know, know, it's just stuff that that like would have would have been highlighted clip wise, and it's just yeah, it just it, it just get like that little bit of a wince. It's like oh yeah, that's right, no more soup. Yeah. And it's it we're probably like it. We need a show like the Soup to point out the absurdities on TV nowadays. That that's a major market hole right now. Yeah, bring back the Soup. Bring back the Joe McHale show. Joe McHale. Get it done. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> just some kind of you know satire type of type of show. I'm 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 cool with that. I mean, I I even kind of halfway liked that uh, that show that Will Wheaton did. Like it was it was a total soup ripoff. But it Shut but, up, but what's that? <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was kind of okay for what it was. That that yeah. that only got like a half dozen episodes. But right. Um, <laughs> Let's see. So we were, we were still on Fox, yeah. Yep. And then uh, so that's all the the canceled. There's oh. only a handful of officially renewed. Like nine one one's been renewed for a third season. Oh man, uh, that's really good, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it has a uh, lot of story arcs. Jennifer Love Hewitt kind of came in and uh, replaced Connie Britton in her own way, and it worked out very well. I thought that's a trade up. <laughs> um, the Simpsons, two more seasons, thirty one and thirty two, because. Of course. <laughs> I wonder, does anybody actually watch The Simpsons anymore? Surprisingly, yeah. Uh, you're talking to one. I, I check oh, okay. it whenever I whenever it's on, and then I'll go back and like watch it on Hulu if there's nothing else to do. Like It's just more out of, oh, I wonder what they're doing this week. Oh, really okay, cool. interesting. Because, I mean, like much like so many other folks my age, a lot of my humor was kind of built around Simpson sensibilities. And I was a huge fan. And I realized that I haven't watched an episode probably since the movie. Oh, wow. And that's, that's what five, six years, maybe more about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because I, I no, and that's what it was. I remember dropping in to see what kind of like the post movie landscape would be like. And mm-hmm. then just, I don't know if it was like DVR conflict or whatever, but yeah, just got right back out of it. 
It just and, and and it wasn't it wasn't a rage quit. It was just a fade. It was just like one yeah. day it didn't get recorded, and it's just like okay, well, like yeah. not, not watching that anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, did uh so I. So it doesn't really count in terms of cancellations. Uh, but did uh did you have anything else you wanted to say about the ending of Gotham while uh while we were while we were here? Uh, not really. I mean, it ended the way it probably should have. Uh, I would like to see maybe one of the uh, streaming services kind of pick it up, maybe take it in a different direction, give us that version of Batman maybe not focus so much on the the buddy cop thing part of me wants to see what they would do with it it probably yeah. won't be good but part yeah. of me wants to see what they would do with it that's fair I, I i wouldn't take that away from you because like i i would like to see the opposite side of the coin i i want to i you know and i've talked about this every time we've talked about gotham and batman so i don't i don't want to dwell too much but there was a uh, comic book series called gotham central and oh, yeah. and it was just about the cops and like you know Batman wouldn't show up for like maybe like two or three issues and like you would like just see him in the background or something um it was it was just about the cops and i you know so if you do something like and and you just brand it as that because that name has uh uh equity in the in the community with the fans so if you mm. if you call a gritty cop drama Gotham Central uh, all the Batman nerds would show up. Um, so, it, it, so as far as the background side of things, like, it, yeah, do you remember that show uh, called like I think it was like Powerless or something like that. It was about the. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it, so it's kind of like that where it had the illusion that like the Flash was in the background or uh, Green Lantern or Superman or something, but they never showed him on screen. But they had like what obviously like a red streak that was obviously the Flash. Oh sure. So, like, that kind of stuff. So you're talking about that kind of thing in this. Gotham, uh, yeah. Gotham Chronicles was it? Uh, uh, Gotham Central. Gotham um, Central. Yeah, uh, um, kind of like that, except good. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but but that's that that's just the the pipe dream uh, uh, for me at least because I I think uh, again I you know as you know you you sift through all the themes that i've thrown out through all these various conversations i i seem to gravitate towards kind of low stakes character driven drama and i think when you make the stakes too big it kind of it kind of loses me and i think that's where gotham ended up losing me because it was just the the show got too big um and and the budget didn't really increase to match it it looked very yeah. cheap at times and and yeah, I think they tried to squeeze too much into, especially seasons two and three. Oh yeah, like way too much into those seasons. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. So yeah, so I I didn't want to dwell on Gotham too much, but I know that we had touched on it, but didn't really talk about it. And I just wanted to make sure that if there was if there was things you wanted to say, that you had the uh, uh, opportunity to say them. <laughs> Fair enough. For and then uh, I think. I think it would be safe to say that uh, if you want to listen to our thoughts on the Orville, go listen to our uh, gigantic uh, podcast from a few weeks ago with uh, myself, you, and uh, Killing Spree. Yep. Yep. Did uh, a right, perfect. Did, and did it was a... officially, uh, excuse me, officially uh, renewed for a third season. Yay. So, yay. Um, so, okay, here we go. Are you ready? I am ready. Another show got renewed for its second season. Hmm. Neither one of us had any hopes in fact both of us 
100% denounced this and said we would never watch an episode. Yeah. I watched an episode just to see what the hype was about because the fucking commercials wouldn't stop. Once again, the the Whiskey Cavaliers slash uh, Million Little Things Mm -hmm. stuff worked. I couldn't get enough of the fucking mass Singer. Dave. (laughs) That's this Dave. Dave. I knew it was coming. I didn't want to like it. I, I can't believe how much I liked it. I was sitting there like, okay, this is something. The judges were dumbass pieces. They shouldn't even have been on the show. Yeah, I. The I, judges were the worst part of the show. Or sorry, the quote unquote guessers. They uh, called them judges. There was no judging. It was guessers. Jesus. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, Joel McHale actually saved the day a few episodes. He came on and called them out on their bullshit, which was just fantastic, by the way. That's cute. That's <laughs> that, cute. There was at least that. that. You would at least appreciate that about the show, but. It, it was intriguing. It, it drew me in. I didn't like that it drew me in, but I was along for the ride. Interesting. <laughs> you know, and I want to beat you up for it, but I, I guess I can't uh, because, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it, it reminds me of, say, oh, I don't know, like, uh, maybe not as iconic as, say, like the first season of Survivor or something like that, but it's one of, the, one of those things that comes along and just captures the the uh, the pop culture focus. You know, it it becomes yeah. part of the lexicon and the zeitgeist. And I'm just throwing around random vocabulary words to make it sound like I'm <laughs> insightful. But no, it's it's just yeah, it it, it really kind of took the spotlight and really uh, got a lot of people's attention. And I think, speaking only for myself, that inclined me to double down on my revulsion of it because it was so embraced by what I consider to be and this this is me just being a fucking snob but you know the the civilians you know the 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 smelly Walmart people you know that mm. that kind of thing um which that's not a nice thing to say but <laughs> but no it's like I I would hear like every radio show talking about it And, you know, it would be like, you know, and and I would see like the, you know, viral posts on social media about like, oh, gasp, could you believe that the pineapple man was really this guy or or that was the easiest one, by the way. (laughs) Oh, is that is that really a thing? I, I'm just I'm throwing out yeah. nonsense words and thinking no, that there's a guy in a pineapple. Jesus, that was uh, Tommy Chong. You fucking kidding me? All no, right, I'm all not. right, all and right. It was the easiest one because you could tell because they. What, so, okay, so you haven't seen the show, so no. if you haven't seen the show, I'll set the uh, set the the format up. All right. So before whoever would come out to sing, uh, they would give like a little hype package and put little clues to who they were. Uh, throughout the video and you'd have to watch and try and piece things together. So okay. it basically became like a, uh, a a detective type show. It's like, okay, what what's the what's the thing that's in here that I need to focus on? His was so easy. It was fucking uh, in LA and, and in a car and at the very end uh, his license plate read up in smoke and it was like, okay, it's either Cheech or Chong and yeah. as soon as he hit his first word, it's like, that's Chong. Nah, jeez. <laughs> And the fucking idiot guessers, not even close. 
Wow. I, I can't recall what the what the guesses were, but they were nowhere near the ballpark. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? That almost turned me off from the show, but sure. Because the rest of the and he was like the first one that that sang, first or second one that sang. Okay, okay. But some of the other ones were like, okay, this this is a thing. This might get my attention because I don't know. <laughs> and I just followed it through the season and just basically ignored the guessers pretty much the rest of the time, unless Joel was up there. Ah, gotcha. See, and I think part of it is that I I have reached peak Ken Jong burnout. I I, I can see that too. I can't. <laughs> I I cannot. I have. Were you no- a Doctor Ken uh, watcher? No. Okay. <laughs> oh no. I uh, I I gave that half an episode, and and it's so funny because. That's something that should work because it's kind of like, you know, kind of like a, um, oh, what, you know, kind of, what am I trying to say? Kind of, kind of like a semi autobiographical type of scenario because that, that's his deal. He really was a doctor yeah. at, at one point. And that's, that ended up being part of his shtick and stuff like that. And it could have, should have kind of worked. But I, I think my thing was like, I had just seen him overused in too many things, maybe in like one too many hangover movies. And yeah. Um, Cause I, and I he was on community for six years. Yeah. And, and for, and I really tried to puzzle this through uh, because I always felt like when he was on community, it was as like a savory spice, you yeah. know, but, and, and, but, if I was honest with myself, I would realize that there were a few times where I would get a little squirmy where I'm just like, this is maybe a little too much Ken Jong. Like like at the at the point where like we're doing like, you know, evil twins and multiple personalities and I Kendesia. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, see, and I if I'm honest with myself, I didn't really care for any of that. So yeah. I, I think I was at that peak burnout point before community ended anyway. Um, so, but yeah, just carried over. Yeah. Just, just carried over. Um, I will though say that some of the clues were pretty, pretty ingenious. I mean, they did some deep dives on, on a couple of these, like, uh, one of the characters was the alien. Okay. Um, there was a, there was speculation of about two or three people. It could have been, uh, some of her clues, for example, were like, she was a part of a dynasty, a family dynasty and music. Uh, but they brought out one piece, one prop not even a prop an actual thing and i'm probably one of like five people that actually understood what that prop was because i knew it right after that Ah. it was a badge from muncie indiana and it was a real badge that she had earned that that or that the character had earned back in like 2001 2002 Mm. and this character was an actual cop and is still an actual honorary cop in muncie indiana I don't know if you remember them, mm. a bunch of like B, C, and D list stars do, going through an actual police training boot camp and earning actual badges back in 0102. Oh, I think that, it was called Serve and Protect. That sounds damn familiar. And I was going to make a Steven Seagal joke here too, but it's like, <laughs> oh no, he's talking about a real thing. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, but, I, yeah, I vaguely remember something like that. But I had like, Four, it was like either four or six uh, C and D list celebrities. One of those was the person under the mask, ended up being Latoya Jackson. But nobody got it. She she wasn't get out uh, of here. Get the show for like two more weeks after that. I I think I put it up on Twitter like right after that badge came up. I'm like, yeah, that's Latoya Jackson. I'm like probably one of five people in the in this country that remembers that interesting that show where she earned that badge. So they they had some deep dives on stuff like that. 
Oh my god, the the clouds are parting. I remember that now. Yep. I, I do remember that now that you bring it up. You're absolutely right. Then and, go like roll on the mat, do the wrestling, do yeah. the, like get get the perp down, uh uh cuff them and stuff in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it was it was a god awful show, but I remember that for some odd reason. I'm yeah. Like, oh shit. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's you know that that's fine. Not gonna watch another. Not right. gonna watch an episode of that. Just just not. It's not. It's not for me. Um, uh, and that's understandable. And I knew that would be our point of contention because I remember I was even with you. I'm like, I'm not gonna give this right, show right. one second of my time. Here I am now. Wow. <laughs> I don't feel good about it either. Well, and I'm almost afraid to, I mean, I think I have to like double and triple down and like, you know, stand resolute, you know, as a, um, on, on that, because it might be one of those things. If I do watch it, I might, you know, give it another episode or two. And yep. I just, I just don't have and the bandwidth for you. that. Ugh. That's how it gets you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh. well, and, and for me at least I'm, I'm, I I was approaching it from a couple different things because like I'm I'm done with singing competition shows. I just yeah. I I did too much too often and um cuz like at one point there was like you know you had like American Idol and then you had The Voice and then like there was some other like you know cable also rans that were always going on and it's just like I I'm burnt out on people doing shitty karaoke on on television. I just I have I have no taste for it anymore unfortunately. Oh, they have a new one coming out on NBC that I saw a commercial for during the race today, the Indy 500. Yeah. Uh it's it's um songwriters doing a thing i don't know if they're singing oh. the song that they're written oh no that this actually you know i i have a little bit of a rant in me uh because oh, I, I i know there go. was a couple other topics we wanted to hit on before we closed out and we'll we'll, we'll get to that but this <laughs> so i've seen commercials for this on the hulu and yeah, the guy from uh from what imagine dragon no uh one republic the guy from one republic so sing sure yeah. um but th- this is like this is pop music reduced to its most crass and most cynical because really what it is is you have like a corporate oversight to manufacture uh pop music i mean this is i mean i'm pretty sure there was a tom hanks movie about this i mean (laughs) i mean it it has it has a um surprisingly cynical uh viewpoint to it where it's like yeah we're just we're gonna you know manufacture a hit and do that thing they do yeah and you know it's (laughs) and but it it, if you watch the uh uh trailers for it you'll you'll pick up on that vibe because yeah it's like uh i i i forget what all led me to that conclusion but yeah it's just like you know because you have like you know like macklemore and john legend and you know like some other other folks just kind of um talking about what components are needed to make a hit song and yeah it has like has like this weird uh behind the curtain cynicism to it that i'm just like i mean i i don't it's not blatant i mean i mean it's it's not overt i mean it's not it's not meant to be that i just see it that way um I, I, I don't know if it's just because, you know, I, I've spent time on the other side of the curtain or what, but it just, it just, um, yeah, it just, it, it feels oddly cynical, oddly cynical and, and maybe a little crassly consumeristic. Um, yeah. 
And, and I can see that point of view for sure. I mean, that that's actually one of the first thoughts I had. I'm like, oh, so you're going to get people to write songs for like Taylor Swift and Beyonce because they can't do it themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're picking up on what I'm putting down, but yeah. That was like my first thought, so don't worry, you're not alone. There. Okay, very good, very good. All right, so, um, so, uh, Do you want to go to streaming? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, I don't think we need to talk about cable or premium because, uh, who watches that crap? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> although yeah. I will say there's one on there that I yeah. do want to touch on real quick. Sure. Uh, it's on TBS. It, it uh, stars Steve Buscemi as God and Harry Potter as a prayer answerer. <laughs> Miracle Workers was a goddamn uh, gift to us. And and if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I don't <laughs> even know what that show. is. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, and it, and it's interesting because like it feels now that there's like this weird. Um, in between space cable is like in this weird in between space because it's not network TV and it's not streaming. So it's not HBO. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know, kind of like maybe this might be hyperbole, but maybe kind of like circling the drain of irrelevance. Um, cause it's just like, yeah, but, but walking dead though, apparently that's still a thing. Number 10, I think. Sure. (laughs) Still not look at my notes. (laughs) Yeah. I, I had a, I had a buddy that, you know, was, was, uh, way into walking dead and did, you know, like three or four seasons worth of hate watching. And finally, when they decided to take Rick off of the show, he, he was like, thank you, walking dead. Thank you for giving me the gift of a jumping off point. And isn't like nobody on there from the original cast. Um, or very few, if anybody. I mean, it, it's you. I mean, you got to be able to count them on one hand, if anybody. Say, it's not Grey's Anatomy bad, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, I I would imagine. Um, and uh, apparently they keep teasing that they're gonna do like Rick Grimes movies on oh, on the God. AMC, and it's like who could possibly care? <sighs> um, there's people. There's people that'll watch them, I'm sure, and that'll justify it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, let's head over to the streaming okay. now. Uh, th- catch me up. You're you have Hulu now. Yes. Uh, you have the Amazons. Yes. Uh, are you a part of the uh, Netflix bubble? No, because um, ah. I keep <laughs> I keep meaning to, but I I'm lazy and I don't prioritize my time. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's it's at this point it's not specific opposition. It's it's literally laziness. And 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 it's interesting because like, you know, Lucky and I have talked about, you know, uh, our television consumption and getting other services and things like that, because I, you know, uh, talking uh, about CBS All Access like we were earlier, I'm like, I kind of want to watch that Captain Picard show, even Mm -hmm. if it is just eight episodes of Sir Patrick Stewart making wine. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to watch it. Um, cause that's all that trailer is. It's just, we're hanging out at the Chateau Picard making wine. And I'm like, I am here for this. I don't, hey, as long as Riker brings his trombone, I'll be fine. <laughs> there it is. See that? Yeah. They, 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 they run a modest tasting room and, you know, he just provides musical entertainment and just, yeah. And, and that's the show. And, yes. and and that actually sounds wonderful. I'd actually really kind of like that. The 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 uh, uh, the misadventures of busy retirees. 
you know, that kind of thing. Life I, after Starfleet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. Uh, that I think that would be a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, no, we. Um, but but she she tells me she's like, well, we it we've got enough to watch already. Why do we need more? You know, you know that that kind of it, it's it's that it's that mentality that it's kind of hard to um to not understand meaning it's like well yeah it's like we've got you know hours of stuff on the hulu we've got hours of stuff on the amazon plus all of this stuff on the cable that we're not watching you know do we really need another thing you know and my answer to that would be yes because stuff like lucifer and president jack bauer teaches legislature are not going to be anywhere else true same with Picard and uh, and his winery on CBS All Access. Yeah, not be anywhere else. That that see that's the thing. Like I think we brought it up in the Orville podcast. Yeah. There's this whole break away from cable, cut the cord, do all that, but yet the a la carte is making it where we almost need cable again. Yeah, yeah, and and I I'm no closer to the answer now than I was then. No. Um, because. Yeah, it it's I, I, so. For example, I don't know what I'm going to do next year when Hulu comes up and says, "Well, hey man, you so you've enjoyed this, uh, you know, dollar a month for a year thing. Now it's time to throw down for eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine or or what whatever it is." I think the commercial one is uh, either five ninety nine or six ninety nine with commercials. Well, and see, yeah, and and what. Another commitment, and we haven't. I, I I don't know if this is in your notes, if we're going to touch on it or not. But I'm I'm all in on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm I'm going to do that. Too, and apparently that's supposed to be because uh, apparently Disney took full control of Hulu as well. So yeah. I don't know if there's going to be some sort of package with that, uh, having both streaming services under one price or what? Because there's a lot of conflicting reports about that right now that I've seen. Right, because a lot of the Disney Plus stuff, including the price tag, was oh. announced prior to the announcement that Disney had full control of Hulu. Exactly. So, yeah, that that's, I mean, but yeah, if you give me a bundle, see, and, and I, I bet you Disney is going to find a way to figure it out. And they're, remember like, well, I mean, this is still a thing, but like from the cable companies, right, where they'll be like, hey, man, you want premium cable? Well, let let's give you a here's $10 more. Yeah. For <laughs> just here's, here's what you get. <laughs> yeah, for just $10 more a month you get like 14 HBO channels, 7 Cinemax channels and fuck we'll throw in Showtime. Um or something like Free that. For 3 months. <laughs> yeah, well, but I I feel like that's I I really feel that's what Disney is going to do with their streaming stuff. Like I'm probably go- with my Disney Plus bundle whatever I end up getting, um I'm probably going to end up with like an ESPN Plus that I have zero interest in. Right. Uh but yet it'll probably owned by the mouse too. Exactly, but it'll, it yeah, it'll probably be like a bundle price type of thing. So, but if that means that I get you know like Hulu at a at a decent price yeah i don't know and and then it becomes ah see that this is where they get you and i think this is yep. the the uh the the um they're recabling us exactly That's because i think i i applauded disney's move initially to be like you know what disney plus 6.99 yep and yeah then, you, 
<laughs> yeah, but I I bet you there's going to be like a thirty nine ninety nine package that gives you Disney Plus and Hulu and a bunch of Cinemax channels that you never wanted. Now, now will this include Hulu Live TV where that's available? I don't know what that that's is. That's a whole other aspect of it because <laughs> Hulu has their own live TV with like kind of like the Sling or uh, DirecTV Now type thing. Oh. Uh, in some markets. Well, and in that case, I mean, I, well, shoot, let, let's pick at this <laughs> onion further. If they do yep. something like that, then cable's done, right? Yep. I, I would think so. But what channels would, would Disney have to like limit the channels that they allow on the live TV because of contract with other, uh, other networks that they might not have? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, and there's a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I I don't know. And I think it's going to be one of those things where there's going to be a lot lot of hard choices to be made. And 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 something that that I don't think we've talked about in in other podcasts, you know, because because like a lot of what we're talking about now is stuff that, that we've covered previously. But the thing we haven't touched on is uh, I feel that with the proliferation of of all of these exclusive streaming streaming services, uh, you know, exclusivity, manufactured exclusivity in some cases, is going to lead uh, to spikes in piracy. Well, I, not that we condone piracy on this uh, on this podcast or anywhere else. They have those streaming boxes out there that are Android based that mm-hmm. have Kodi on them, uh, which is a, which is a conglomeration of apps that you can have, and a lot of those are jailbroken to get around having all these streaming services. Right. Uh, hell, you can't even do it with an Amazon Fire Stick. You can probably do it with your Amazon Fire Cube even. Right. Uh, and that, those are becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a shop right down the road that sells them for 129 bucks, and you get lifetime uh, updates on it. Just one-time price, 129 and you wow. get everything. Wow. See, and, and so, yeah, I, I can see stuff like that being even more prolific because like I, I I haven't heard any stats on it but I know like whenever Game of Thrones comes around you get viewership stats but you also get piracy stats it's like oh wow. yo it was viewed by like 18 million people but it was pirated 35 million times or you know something I wonder, I wonder what the pirate was for uh, the final episode 5 <laughs> a lot of people not happy about that because the dragon killed them all that's why oh <laughs> uh, yeah 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 there's nobody left to to sign that petition <laughs> yeah the guy that did nothing won spoiler alert <laughs> yeah sure um but yeah i mean i so i i don't know i just we, we went off in the weeds there i apologize but yeah this is and i actually i want to go a little bit more into of the course weeds yeah yeah set. Because there's one, there's another aspect of, as far as the Disney side of things mm. that I don't think that I've seen anyways. They're going to have the entire vault open on yeah. this Disney Plus, are they not? That's my understanding. Now That's I would, mine too. I would imagine, and and I I wouldn't fault them for this. I would like to think that after some time that maybe they have like a rotating vault. You know, just arbitrary. You know, they they rotate stuff in and out. You know, just very similar to their home video releases. But from my understanding, on day one, you get everything. Yeah, and that's my understanding too. And I kind of hope they do that too. But there's a lot of people that wait for that from the vault collection, the the physical copy. Sure. Do those become now worthless because 
you can get it now on Disney Plus. Well, and uh, it's that speaks to the larger issue of who consumes physical media. Like I, I, I occasionally do a side podcast with uh, uh, on. Uh, with with a buddy of mine from work um on his feed uh where where we talk about 3D blu-rays and kind of and we talk a lot about like who actually consumes physical media and who is it for because like more or less they're not making 3D blu-rays anymore in the US but like in other parts of the world like United Kingdom for example you know it's all I I, I I very recently dipped my toes into the into the uh, dark web of 3D oh, Blu-ray cool. purchases. I bought a copy of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, in mm-hmm. 3D uh, for my 3D Blu-ray player from India. Oh wow! And it's and 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 I was kind of disappointed by how not exotic the packaging is. I'm like, this just looks like what would have been published here, but the, for whatever reason, the companies choose not to. Where I'm going with that is that um, I it, it's tough to peg what the market for physical media is anyway, and I don't I don't know if the Disney from the vault physical copy stuff if if that's necessarily a collector's market that's that's like a thing i think it was just i think it had more to do with availability um and that's that was like the the draw of this whole from the vault physical copies because they don't let so many of them out right and for a limited amount of time yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's uh, both figuratively and literally manufactured exclusivity. Yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, and and I've fallen for that a couple times. Like when when they, um, you know, speaking of three D, they they put out a uh, handsome anniversary edition of the Lion King, which uh, mm-hmm. which came with a three uh, D Blu Ray, and I I bought that day one because I didn't want to miss out. And 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 you can't find that anymore. I mean, no, I mean, can't. not not on your shelves. And like, um, I I don't have it in front of me, but I bet you, if you know, actually, I'm contradicting myself because I was just saying that I don't know if there's a collector's market for it. But I bet you, if I tried to buy that that uh, that copy of The Lion King on that includes the 3D Blu-ray, uh, the anniversary, I think they called it like Diamond Edition or some such like that. It's probably going to be pretty expensive, um, because it because oh, it, it, it was a limited uh, limited run, um, and in fact, I don't know if you can just go to Target and pick up a copy of Lion King today. I I don't know. Um, well, not to burst your bubble, but I just found one for uh, fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's funny. yeah. That's... So never mind about that. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Never mind about any of that. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that kind of makes my day. That's funny. Womp, womp. Yeah. So but I uh, wonder though, but but I wonder if that's going to be like the trend. Like if all these, yeah. What like you just thought it was inexpensive, it would be hard to find. But with it being on Disney Plus, will more of these copies come out, and will they hold their value that a lot of people put on them? Right. That that was where I was going with that was the the, the exclusivity of this from the vault collection that I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of angles to, to look at this Disney Plus and the and the pros and cons of it. I'm sure we could probably do a whole podcast on that. Oh sure. 
for sure. And 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 again, regardless of what form it is, I'm getting it. Uh, yeah. Because there, there is enough content that I know is for me. Just uh, uh, between uh, the Star Wars stuff with uh, the Mandalorian, and then uh, the Marvel stuff. Um, you know, you've got three different uh, series uh, set in the the MCU, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Where I mean, they're doing a Falcon and Winter Soldier show. They're doing a Loki show. They're doing a Vision and Scarlet Witch show, and and. It's got the, from what I'm told, the production value of the movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got the real actors, and you know they're 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 doing it right. So, um, for me, that's that's at least enough. Plus, access to all the movies and all the the stuff from the vault, and who knows whatever else is going to be on there. I'm in. Right. Um, I, I, I'm wondering if like the old school. Uh, Disney Channel shows are going to be on there. I'm talking like the original Mickey Mouse Club stuff up until that ended, uh, like classic cartoons. Uh, of course, DuckTales, Chippendales, Rusty Rangers. I could go on Sure, and on. sure, yeah. Not like the original runnings of these. I'm hoping that, that, that they do that. I Yeah, I, I, I could see that. And, and, and at a competitive price point. Yep, $6.99. But I, when it gets bundled in with like Hulu, that's when stuff starts to get a little muddy. Because we don't know what's going on with that. Yep. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's going to be interesting. (laughs) And I wonder if Disney, how, how they're going to parse that stuff out. Because if they have controlling interest in Hulu, they can, you know, they'll, they'll kind of, um, for lack of a better term, kind of what happened with uh, Netflix and the Marvel shows. Yeah. You know, and, uh, pulling movies and things like that. Um, and I, uh, and I wonder how relevant Netflix is going to be on the other side of this. I mean, they, yeah, they, I, well, that they, they still have their original stuff. Like they have, um, umbrella Academy. That's really popular right now. Sure. Orange is the new black is always, uh, uh, a thing, uh, fuller house, even though it's ending after this, this upcoming season, that was a thing. Uh, glow's coming back. Like they have, a fair amount of original titles. I think they have enough that they can sustain themselves for a while. And they have a model that seems to aggregate stuff to come to them. Yeah. Plus they do have still some movies on there that their movie collection isn't as deep as it used to be, but I think they could, that could be a potential. We can go back to that if need be. Yeah. Cause I mean, like for me at least, and again, I haven't really dipped my toe into what Netflix movies are, but it feels to me at least it's a, a, a whole lot of, uh, what I, I guess I would consider made for TV movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, like they those Hallmark or Lifetime. Yeah. Or all yeah. yeah. Or, or worse. "Quote unquote straight to DVD sci-fi channel type garbage, Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, except that that kind of had like cult following. That this, I mean, I I can't quote you titles because I don't pay attention to it. But yeah, apparently from what I understand, this is you know third and fourth party. But the the quality of the movies has gone down sharply. Uh, so that's, that's disappointing. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, so uh, there, there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap us up to see if there's anything. Uh, right. Is a uh, is the Lucifer any good? You, uh, you jump uh, back on I, that. 
I enjoyed it. Uh, there was one episode where it got a little uh, SJW f- for my liking, but it wasn't bad. Like it was just like a moment. Uh, Amanda Thel found out what his color that he is, uh, what that means to other cops that aren't Chloe or uh, Dan or any of them. Oh, okay. Basically, uh, is what it boiled down to. Um, but overall, yeah, very, very well done. They didn't go, uh, over the top, like what a lot of people were fearing from what I saw. Um, there was a little bit of, uh, bum showing, but not nearly as much as they probably could have gone if they wanted to. Sure. Sure. Huh? Well, that's cool. I mean, so, I mean that, so that's one of the things I'm looking forward to once I actually, uh, connect my uh my netflix so i mean i guess in a sense just you know because i was a fan of the lucifer uh is is this something that you think is going to continue i think so um they left it wide open for a season five uh hopefully they'll get one uh it seems like the the life on netflix even for their quote-unquote original programming like they're claiming lucifer to be (laughs) is about two to three seasons uh there's anomalies like Origins of the New Black, The Ranch, uh, Fuller House. I get five, six, seven, depending on what they are. I think this one could have the legs to go into that range. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, because like the few cancellations I've seen from Netflix already are uh, The Punisher, of course, because of Disney. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones is ending after this next season comes out, uh, season three. Uh, Friends from College, which uh, starred uh, Colby Colby Smothers and uh, Keegan Michael Key, it had potential, but it didn't really take off. I, I checked out a few episodes of that. Okay. Um, they had a revival of One Day at a Time uh, that was canceled after three seasons. Nowhere near as good as the original. Oh man, three seasons. Boy, howdy. Uh, <laughs> there was another show that I was into that I'd just gotten into. Uh, it was Clarita Diet. had uh, Drew Barrymore um, and a few other, uh, like, BC-list stars oh, yeah. and well, Joe McHale. And, and, and uh, Timothy Oliphant, you know, the, Oliphant. The, yep. the, the silver fox himself who is who is not Josh Jumel. <laughs> there, no, yeah, there, he... He's he's better, more upgraded, Josh Jamel. <laughs> oh no, man! <laughs> I mean, I I, I don't have remember you, when have I you seen Josh Jamel lately. He's put on, he's put on a few pounds. Oh from what I've no! Seen. All right, he's not the he's not the hard body from his uh, Las Vegas days. <laughs> yeah, I I just I I think the last time I the last thing I saw Josh Dumel in was in those uh um Transformers. Uh, no which oh no. Oh no. I I I didn't watch those last two. I I I jumped off of that. Um but anyway, no, it it was the 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 Taco Bell commercials with with the the, the oh, nacho yeah. fries. You know. The the nacho they! fries. <laughs> the burger people. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you to taste them who's they they the burger people (laughs) oh my god i i enjoyed that way too much but josh anyway the the days of danny mccoy are definitely over from las vegas oh man but uh yeah that santa clarita diet was actually pretty fun actually it had uh had your boy on there for a little bit, uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I've I've heard good things. I, I've heard good things. I I I want to check that out. It seems seems cute and fun. That oh, oh, 
it's yeah, worth it. They'll have the the past seasons on there. It just unfortunately won't be going further uh, after this past season came out. Um, well, and and that's that's something I wanted to ask you actually is like so. Um, I mean, it seems asked asked and answered already, but I, I wondered when a Netflix show is quote unquote canceled. Does that mean it's like erased from existence, or you know, like I I. Since I don't think it's promoted as much, but it's still on there. Like you could search for it, it would pop up. Like I can still pull up uh, episodes of the Joe McHale show with Joe McHale, even though they're a year old and outdated for the jokes. Oh, okay, okay. So you can go back and watch it. Gotcha. It's not it's not a big deal, but I, they just won't be making more of them. I, I don't know if there's any kind of like way to influence Netflix to like, hey, this was good at one point. Let's let's try it again. It's like, thing. oh, can can you revive this on Netflix? Oh, wait a minute, you are Netflix. You Never are. mind. Hey, Netflix, can you revive this on yourself? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, actually, uh, one of the episodes, and I heard, I highly encourage you to uh, watch those old uh, Joe McHale shows because they are very good. And he actually points that out. Like Netflix will just throw money at anything, even though <laughs> even if it won't work, they'll just throw throw a couple seasons at them just just to get something on there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. Uh, there's one I haven't checked it out yet. I know Becky tried to watch it, but um, I I just have no desire to. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, uh, I I I hear it's really good, and uh, I just don't. I I don't know if I it can hold my attention, but sure. uh, that's getting the second season, and it, that's probably another one that's going to get one of those like five, six, seven seasons runs with the uh, with the hype around it. Ah, uh, gotcha. And then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Fuller House is. Uh, Moving on to its fifth and final season, uh, probably without Aunt Becky. I yeah. assume. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that unless <laughs> unless we incorporate that into the storyline. It's like, oh no, Aunt Becky's got to do hard time. Oh, I would oh, hope. No! I hope they incorporate that in somehow and have Jesse like be the state the single dad now. And it's like, yeah, mommy's not coming home for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you feel about rowing? <laughs> uh, oh, that would that would be pretty funny. But, I mean that'd be that'd be kind of cool, like have her out in Alcatraz by herself, <laughs> since they're in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, one I did it. want to bring up is yeah. over on the Amazons uh, for the Prime subscribers. Yeah. Um, do you remember a show called The Expanse on Sci-Fi? Yes, never watched it, but I've heard of it. Oh, uh, apparently that is uh, the latest resurrected on streaming uh, of the shows that transfer over. I guess. Uh, Season four will be an exclusive to Amazon Prime uh, starting the season, uh, which means they'll, of course, probably upload the previous pr- three seasons to get everybody caught up. Well, very good. I, I can I mean, I'm not going to watch that, but it's cool that like I, I can have access to that with my Prime membership. <laughs> yep. So that's and then that's uh, thrilling. I, I don't know. You have Hulu. Uh, have yeah. you checked out the runaways? No, I okay. I I probably could. Um, because like there was a comic book I, I was, I was briefly into, then it, then it got a little too YA for my liking. Um, and that, and that's not the fault of the book. That's the fault of me as the audience. So it's just like, eh, it's not for me. It's, it's good, but it's, it, it just wasn't for me. Well, uh, that one, uh, got renewed as well. And, uh, I'm going to give you a, a hard recommend as well for Hulu. I don't know if, Another season is uh, on the books yet because it just came out with the second yeah. season. But uh, Future Man. 
Yeah, what what is this? Because like I, I I've seen I've seen folks hard recommend it also, and I, I I I it's it's a total blind spot for me. I have no idea what this is, but I've heard folks recommend it. It was for me too because I kept seeing those same commercials, and that was on uh, on my Sling TV. So uh, it's uh, developed by Seth Rogen and his crew. So. Uh, if you like his humor, you'll enjoy this. But there's a lot of uh, 80s references in it. Okay. Basically, a kid, a loner guy, um, still living with mommy and daddy, that kind of stuff. Uh, Ed Bigley Jr. is the dad, which is just fantastic. Oh, man. Um, so he gets this new game, beats beats the game. He's like a janitor in a, uh, in a medical facility researching how to get rid of herpes. Uh, played by, oh, my God, I can't remember this guy's name. Did you watch the last season of Community by chance, the one on Yahoo? Yes. Uh, the black guy, the the computer guy. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, he, he's the doctor in this, and he has oh, herpes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to cure herpes. Well, he, uh, this kid who's a janitor for him, he beats this game. All of a sudden, these two people come back, come from the future, think he's like a chosen one. Uh, and he's just this nobody who can't do shit. Hilarity ensues. It's a it's a pretty damn fun show. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, <laughs> take your word for it. I, I do you remember uh, season one of Preacher? Yeah. Uh, the one of the guys was I want to say one of the priests from the first season. Sure. Uh, let me see if I can find his name. But uh, lots of '80s references. Like uh, there's a lot of Corey uh, Corey Hart love. If you like Corey Hart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. <laughs> it, it, I, I, I uh, do well, need my sunglasses at night. So uh. oh, oh, they they go. So <laughs> not to spoil too much, but sure. uh, the guy that comes back, he he like falls in love with Corey Hart because they go back to the '80s at one point, like legit '80s uh-huh. with the boom boxes and everything. And nice. he changes his name. His name was Wolf coming in. Now he changed his name to Corey Wolfhart. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, like I said, it's just a lot of fun. I, I think you would enjoy it. It's it's a lot to take in. Like it has some graphic stuff, but it's it's enjoyable. All it's right. not for it's not for kids though. So it, if it, you have kids, don't watch it with them. <laughs> and and that's on the Hulu's. That's on the Hulu's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two seasons right now, ah. and they're about I, I want to say ten episodes each, like the normal streaming, ten to twelve, something like that. Oh, I can I can hang with that. And they're and they're about twenty five thirty minute episodes, so it's like a half hour type thing. It's not a full hour show. Ah, perfect. Oh, perfect for my for my. Uh, easily drifting attention span. I can, uh, yes. I, I can, I can hang with that. Um, and and I guess uh, uh, one uh, uh, one streaming thing I wanted to say because I think we 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 moved off of uh, Amazon, but uh, uh, I I saw a post recently from that uh, Sterling K Brown, I know a favorite of ours, will be joining the cast of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel this uh, this upcoming Ooh. season. And I'm I'm excited about that. That that was something that like after we got done with Jack Ryan on uh, on Amazon, that was uh, that was something we had found. That was uh, that was a recommend from uh, from a friend of Lucky. She's like, no, you, you need to check it out. And we did. And it's it, it's great. It's uh, oh, nice. it, it's a it's a great examination of the early days of stand up comedy. 
and basically it so it takes place in the 50s and it, it this uh um uh she's a housewife uh, very put upon uh knucklehead husband uh but she's she's incredibly funny at parties you know and just does oh. like and and uh basically the husband cheats on her she goes on like this drunken binge and finds herself in a uh a dimly lit stand up comedy uh, club and just basically does a set and kills and then um, uh, spurred on from that she decides she wants to make a career in stand-up comedy again in the 1950s so uh, uh, <laughs> Lenny Bruce is a is a featured character and Ooh. it's uh it's it's pretty cool I um, is he not afraid <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, I I did like the first season more than I did the second one. Uh, uh, it has kind of like that that sophomore bloat a little bit. It's like you know there there there's some like side trips to where it's like I think we're just padding the uh, episode order. Um, but right. it but it's not bad even even when it's not as great. It's still pretty pretty damn good. So if uh, if if you find yourself. Uh, uh, somewhere Amazon adjacent, I I, I would recommend that. It's a, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, I keep seeing uh, spots for that as well. So definitely want to check that one out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the actor's name I was talking about was Derek Wilson. He played ah, okay. uh, Donnie in the first season of Preacher. Oh right, yes. Yeah, he he's this wolf slash Corey Wolfhart guy, and Wolfhart, he's just funny. fantastic. Uh, that <laughs> he really is. That's awesome. Very cool. All right, Dave. Well, as a uh, you know, as as we uh, uh, think about wrapping up, um, yep. any anything else on your ledger that you that you want to clear off real quick, like before uh, before we uh, part ways for now? Uh, no, I think we hit pretty much everything I wanted to. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Very good. Well, uh, how can folks connect with you on the internet if they want to uh, give you some uh, uh, scalding hot takes about? No, if they want to at you about your scalding hot takes or <laughs> yeah, something. There we go. Uh, I, I'm I still waiting for that uh, tweet from Mohammed bin Salim over in uh, Saudi Arabia uh, since I called him out a couple episodes ago. Oh, man. You can tweet me at SandersD84. Bring it. <laughs> Very cool. All right. And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And if you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my KGRG college radio shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, and on iTunes, or wherever else you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Radio. Leave a voicemail at 231-224-MIKE. Again, that's 231-224-6453. And write into the mailbag, Radio at gmail.com. And again, that spelling is S-E-I-B-E. RT, just like it sounds. For Mike Seibert Radio, my name is Mike. My name is Dave. And until next time, make good choices. Be good humans. It's not that hard.